0: You're listening to CRBRadio.com. The words and opinions you are about to hear are of the hosts and do not reflect the management, sponsors, or affiliates of K-Radio Broadcasting. It Assault on a Sunday. It is talking, shooting with me as always. Sash with the beat coming in. You did that, man. That was a great. I love that beat, man. Top of the morning to you. Top of the morning to you. We got a lot to get into today. First of all, we talk golf once in a while on the program. Uh oh. The Players Championship is supposed to be like the fifth major. I'm gonna tell you a little bit of goings on there. It's you know a little about five minutes. No big deal. Um, kind of a few golfers. I seen a guy out at the Carl's Golf Land. Big um a uh, fan of the show it was pretty cool to run into a fan of the show nice um so yeah we got a lot to get into today um but you want to <sighs> start with
1: man we got what about we this got,
0: lions free agency man? I, we got, I, we got
1: to. I I don't know what to think because mm-hmm. again we acquired two ex-patriots mm-hmm. um three if you count uh justin coleman because he used to play for the patriots for a little bit and he went to seattle and back and forth whatever but I haven't seen free agency frenzy move like this Lions ever. You know what I'm saying? First day of free agency, they go after six dudes. You know, that's just something new, something different, something I'm not used to. I hope the it, it, it trends up, it continues to trend up. But it changes everything about the mock draft, about the, mock dra- about the draft and everything. True. So I've been seeing like the same six dudes in the mock draft we'll get into that later too but um i have no problem with it man I'm, I'm i'm actually i'm actually okay with it i'm glad that they're making some trying to make moves man you know what i'm saying and go after positions of need
0: you know so i got no problem with it well i'm not upset about it <clears throat> i uh i'm not geeked out about it i think uh, they overpaid for uh eric flowers uh, i think that that made Almost no sense to get Eric Flowers. You mean Trey Flowers. Trey Flower, whatever. I keep thinking Eric Flowers. Um, you know, think about this. We have to overpay, and I heard a really big article about the taxes um, in the NFL now. And think about this. The AFC South has three teams that don't have to pay any tax. And then they have one team that has like a 3% tax on Indianapolis. They're starting to think about this now. And it's starting to, to uh, like with the Antonio Brown going to Las Vegas. Right. His team, they, no no, no uh, tax in Las Vegas. So when his second year of his deal kicks in, it's bigger than the first year. The first year he's got L.A., one of the biggest taxes in, in all, you know what I mean? Right. So it, it, this is, it's starting to really cultivate the, uh, the landscape of the NFL. And what was funny was Le'Veon Bell was just shown that he was a complete moron. Pretty much, A complete man. moron. Lost he, so much money. I, and, and thinking into it, think about this: no one's talking about it. You got to dig deep here. I guarantee you. You want to know what happened? He was smoking dope, dude, and he knew that if he came in and he got tested, he would have been kicked out that year anyway. So he sat out the year. That's the only explanation for turning down fourteen million dollars, right? I and mean, then not then next year. Um, talk, so talking about this tax thing, right? Right. He could have played the Pittsburgh tax. And signed for more money, but he goes to New York. New York and more tax, taxes, less right. money. Yeah. He was smoking weed, dude. I can almost guarantee it. I mean, it does sound like a stoner move, doesn't it? It'd be just like, oh, I don't want to come in yet. I don't want to. Maybe uh, either just the way he's acting, bro. He's a young kid, and that's just how they. You know, it's. I don't even like Levy on anyway. I don't think he's a major. You go to the Jets. What is that going to do for you? Who does Who does he have to relieve the pressure off him? curly on the outside like yeah or like uh <laughs> like, what's that what's that really skinny wide receiver that they have
1: robertson Jim, yeah Rob- robbie, robbie robbie anderson robbie, robbie anderson yeah that's his name mr I, anderson mr anderson well you know we were just talking about this whole weed thing last week man <laughs> that's what i mean like geez, like put it away man Just put a doobie down i understand people people are i get it i get it i get that marijuana is a better homeopathic you know in my opinion In a lot of people's opinion yeah but in NFL's opinion, it's still rule. It's still law. So just follow that law. Shut up. Make your 40-something million dollars. You know, I, I, I can't sit there and have any kind of sympathy for these guys who make millions of dollars to play a sport. Play a sport like the video I posted of that that kid that had autism that shot a basket and, and – Scored a ba- scored a basket and went down the court like it was the greatest thing in the world, man. You know what I'm saying? It's like that's where these guys need to go back. Go go back, watch these videos, man. Have some love for the game, and 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 realize why you're doing this in the first place, and realize what made you do this in the first place. You know what I'm saying? Forty two million dollars, man. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. There's nothing nothing to, nothing to laugh at,
0: dude. But what, what kills me here is this. The Lions, and I want to dig in, we're going to talk about free agency and the draft, like we were talking about, okay? And I wanted to preface this by saying, think about what the Lions did last year. And you go, what did they do, you ask? They went inside guard early, center early. What does that tell you? They're cheap, okay? They're trying to get guys that they can pay for now and be cheap about it, okay? So think about that. That's the Lions mentality. So I kind of think that, They might go corner here because they're so cheap that they know that later on you can't pay for a good corner, right? I mean, they're going to just probably not afford like a premium corner. Well, if you draft Greedy Williams, you're not going to have to worry about doing that for a while. However, I think the right move was to get Montez Sweat or White from LSU. I think they need a big presence right there in the middle. You know, White with uh, Gerard Davis, I think that would have been a great pickup. We're gonna see what they do.
1: Yeah, but. yeah, true. Um I, I doubt now Montez sweating at Oliver out of the pitcher to me, now that they got Trey Flowers. I think that was I think you can to my opinion you can rule those two guys out. You know what I'm saying? I think you have a good <clears throat> I think you have a good um case for the uh cornerback. And I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hate it. Greedy six foot three, dude. I been mean, I mean I, I personally have been crying. For a big cornerback, a big, strong, fast cornerback, one that can bang with these hybrid receivers, I've been saying it for years. So I wouldn't be, I I wouldn't be, I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't be upset if they went
0: after greedy dude. You I really just, wouldn't. I, I like a pick where you. I just think that White and, and, and Montez Sweat and um um I really think there's a couple other ones. Uh, the guy from uh Memphis or uh, Kentucky or whatever. Um, there's a couple other guys that are just slam dunks. And I don't know, like Greedy Williams, I seen last year with the Browns drafting that corner off the board quick, you know, so that might be the thinking is like, man, the top corner is a prize. It really is. But, you know, there's a lot of ways they can go, man. But I just think uh, since they're cheap as hell, I think that, you know, that's most likely what they're going to do, you know. Yeah, I think
1: they're going to go after our cornerback as well. And like I said, I'm not going to hate it, man. I'm not gonna hate it. What about Rashawn Gary? You think Rashawn Gary is oh, throwing the mix there? That's what I've Please, I've, I've, God, been seeing, do not do I've been that, seeing. I've been
0: seeing it around. I've been seeing it around. I'm just throwing it out there. He he looks slow. Okay, like he looks slow. He might play a little quicker. I'm sure when you're on the field, he's fast. He's you know. But when you're watching him, he really didn't do anything for me. I watched him very closely to observe a number one player. i you know how I am with recruiting. I'm you know that's everything for me. I think in this case, it's what you say. I mean, he's the number one recruit in football. Did he look like that to you? He didn't look like that to me. No, he didn't look like that so, to me. He I think he smaller. looked like an average player. I think he looked like a... Um, no, don't get me wrong. He's an above-average talent. But I, I don't think he's some superstar, though. And I think Montez and, and White could have a bigger impact, you know? Yeah, but is is Rashawn Gary like a block of clay? Are you, Are you able to mold him? Do the lions mold guys? I, I, you know, I heard about that all week. We, you know, we don't have the talent, uh, the, the the coaching to mold guys. Then don't get a guy that's ready to go. I'm so sick of that. Right. We got that's Ragnow. Too. It's like we got Ragnow. In a couple of years, he'll be good. Well, draft Billy Price or draft, uh, you know, the guy that went to the uh, Colts. You know, draft s- someone that's ready to go. Why do we got to draft someone? We got to mold like what? I don't get that at all. Yeah, I don't get it either. But it, 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 if you have like a like uh,
1: Aaron Donald in like in the making and Patricia's was, this is the second year. Mm-hmm. Maybe he can start molding guys. Maybe he's just not ready yet. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it's going to come later on, but man, if, if you're coming out blatantly saying that you cannot mold players and get them better, then what the hell are you on the payroll for? What are you coach for? That's what coaches do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If it, if you're just going to sit there and just get all these good players around you, it's not, it, it, it doesn't happen like that. You're going to have to mold players. You're going to have to develop these guys. You know what I'm saying? I think Rashawn Gary could be a good uh, defensive lineman in the NFL. I don't want him. Do I, I, no, I don't want him.
0: That's what I'm saying. But right? I'm, I, I'm sure he could be serviceable and somewhere. Think about that, though. What does that tell you when two Michigan guys who love the program don't want him? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You wanted uh, the quarterback that one year. Yeah, uh, what's his name again? The third stringer that went on to Hart school Rudock. You wanted Rudock. I'd That's rather how have big Rud- of a fan. You were. I, I, I'd re- but You don't want Rashawn Gary, even though no. it's plausible. That, but I'd that rather. Tells you what
1: I'd it rather is. have Rudock because I think, I think he'd be a better mindset for you know understanding plays. I I, I think, I think, Stafford's simple minded. Rudock,
0: with your throw so tight, won't you leave this lead this drive tonight? Let's say it, (laughs) Rudock, the backup QB. There you go, keep going. uh, Had a very shiny degree, (laughs) but but he might have a good
1: like IQ. I don't think Stafford has the greatest IQ.
0: I mean, you know who had a good IQ? Dan Orlovsky, dog. Don't give me IQ. Rashawn Gary can Dan barely Orlovsky read. IQ. were you just talking I- about hey, Rashawn Gary and IQ? No, the guy can barely read. Dog. No,
1: no, all Dan right. Orlovsky might have had good IQ, but he, it, it didn't match his physical. You know, he ran all outside. Right. He ran out of the ba- out of the back of the end zone, ran through the tunnel, and we never saw Dan Orlovsky again. Running, and now man. all of a sudden, they want to pay him millions to be an analyst. If if he if he's a good mindset, whatever you know the guy the guy obviously is good at football, right? We can't say that he's not. He got to the level that Dan Orlovsky. Yeah, he got to the level where a lot of people can't. Can you say he's better than the average uh, football player? He's no. an average football player, but he's but he's but, but he's up there, right? He he got up there. He, uh, he got to the NFL. You have to know okay. something. You have to have some kind of skill to get there, right? That that you know he's better than the average college football player. Let's
0: say okay. Mm-hmm. I think he took Martha Ford's trash out to the road one time and just got drafted. Yeah, I mean, probably. But like, let's
1: be serious. But like, honestly, man, it's like he's not. I don't. I don't think he's a gr- good player. It's just like it, he, he might know about football, but who doesn't?
0: You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, the those guys go like this. You, you ever go like this? You're like, I know football, and the guys like, well, in the wide nine, with a pinch on the left corner, with a, a drop, with the one on two and a three on one in the front, and the and then you're like, oh, maybe I don't know fuck about football. Like, oh, man. There's so much shit that goes on that, like, it's like you can put it in dummy terms and go, well, the guy should blitz from the left, or the one on one with the safety drop down and the four three hang, and the fucking you know, it's like there's so much terminology, but basically a dumb fuck can be like. They need to stunt on the line and have the guy go on the inside. You know what I mean? But it's called something else. Right, right, right. Let me get technical Yeah. So, But, no, look, so what that tells you is they want to roll out. Now, here's the big question, right? Shoot. They weren't happy with A'shaun Robinson during the year. Remember, he sat the first seven games. That is true. But he kind of came on later on, and you have him under contract. So if you're not happy with Ashawn Robinson – you go at Oliver or one of those defensive linemen, because then you have Deshaun Hand, snacks, uh, flowers, that Arakabakabapo or whatever they signed, and a couple other here and there, here and there.
1: And then who do you then who do you have at your in your secondary? Well, they just signed that gentleman. They got Justin Coleman, and they signed uh, a-, a Andrew Adams from the Bucks. That was the worst signing of well, ever what seen in you, my what life. Well, do you what do what do you want? Would you want? Do you want? You still, oh, I'm just saying. you still what, want? What's his face? Who? Glover Quinn.
0: <laughs> Glover. Glover. Yeah, I actually Glover Quinn was the fucking face of the franchise for five years, dude. Man, I mean, he was. He was. He was, he was, he was good, a small. Dude. He was a small safety. He made plays, dude. He I'm made not saying. A lot he, of I'm, plays. I'm, just,
1: I'm not saying he didn't, but he didn't make enough. Well, here's the but thing: th- their, their secondary isn't good enough.
0: <laughs> when me and you were growing up, there was a damn playmaking safety on every draft. And it was like, even if he didn't pan out like Ciprian or Swearinger, or all these guys that Swearinger actually is not bad, but there's a couple guys that didn't pan out. Vicaro, he's okay. He's not. But I haven't heard anything about a destroying safety in this draft. No, no. I haven't heard nothing. To me, the last good
1: safety in this league was Cam Chancellor. Before that, Dawkins. No, you know, th- th- those were, those are were, those were my two guys that I like. I think
0: Collins is pretty good
1: now. Yeah, Collins, I think you can take a but, but not on the lever, level of Cam. Cam Chancellor was a scary dude. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I'm i a guy that look, grew up looking at Steve Atwater. That, yeah. that guy was my dude. I love Steve Atwater. I love the way he was taller. So, you, you know he gets your back. You know he was going to get beat, but he'd step up and hit you like a linebacker. You know what I'm saying? Cam Chancellor was that. That's why I love Cam Chancellor so much. I'm not seeing any more Cam Chancellors. Uh, that, that's what no, I'm really I don't waiting know if to you'll see. Ever see a Cam Chancellor? Yeah, that dude, dude, was a fucking monster, monster though, dude. I'm but like... he's great. He's he, that's the that, to me that's the epitome of what a, a, a free safety should be. Yeah, a big, tall dude who's going to back up everybody, but who's going to come up and lay the lick
0: down when he needs to. The only thing is, when you're evaluating a guy like that, you have to look at what he had in front of him. KJ, right? Uh, who was the middle linebacker, man? I mean, he's... Wagner? <laughs> Wagner. I mean, go on. list goes on and on. Hell, uh, Cliff Averill was a guy on the bench. that came off the bench for the Seahawks. Oh, where'd he, come, mean, where'd
1: he, where'd he come from before that?
0: <laughs> Detroit. Lions? Yeah. Oh, man, doesn't that just happen to guys? They had Bennett. They had a lot of guys up front. They had three great linebackers. I mean, don't get me wrong. He was a good player, but it's hard to evaluate him because the pressure was on guy's tossing lollipops up he's six five i mean the guy was one of the best Toss players and in tossing lollipops he was one of the best players in the league don't get me wrong but that shit like that is hard to evaluate though because all he has all the other factors around him but yeah i agree with you but here's the thing i always i i made up this assumption the other day and i want you i want to get your take on this if you but, look at what philadelphia is doing right and uh who else the Phil- eagles philadelphia and there's a couple other teams well the browns obviously right now but uh, there 's a couple other teams that here 's my new strategy everyone 's always played that dynasty mode and you want to get that young rookie quarterback, then you want to get some pieces you want to grow the offensive line and grow 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 by year three or five we 'll be a good team that ends now. I believe that it just hit me like when you 're walking into a you know a market and you see a girl with no brawn you know it just hit me like you should make your team good every time you can and then the players will come then you'll get this you'll get that you'll get a piece here a piece there and you continue to grow like the patriots you just keep having now. guy leaves guy comes guy leaves you know but this this whole building for the future bullshit i think that's over with today's nfl well to me the whole building for the
1: future shit you know what that is what it's just to keep people hanging on you just keep it. You're just, you're just <laughs> it keeping them is, hanging is, on, dude, yeah. like, like, oh, we got Stafford. We're going to be great in ten years, yeah, guys. Just yeah, you yeah, wait, yeah. and people and, and idiots hang on to that exactly. for ten years. Where people like me and you, two, three years into it, were like, wait, 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 Martha. We're holding your feet to the fire, mm-hmm. Matty, Patty, feet to the fire. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, Stafford, feet to the fire. We, what's going on? You guys promised us ten years, but. We're not the dumb ones that's going to hang on for 10 years. I'm right. not going to
0: do it, dude. I'm done. Well, that's what I'm saying is I think today's NFL, what's the point of waiting? And especially in a franchise like Detroit where you have no market pull, no one wants to come to Detroit. Get real. You know what I'm saying? So I think that they need to hurry up and try to, to win now and then get pieces as they can. How are you telling me that a team like Philadelphia, right, they're like one top two in their division, you know, they – they're going to thing. they just somehow pulled Jay Ajay, a Pro Bowl running back, away from the Dolphins. Like do you get what I'm saying? Like they're and, winning and, now. And, and, then if and he sucks, Jarvis. And Jarvis too. And if he sucks, you know? look what they did. Let him go the next year and get someone else. It's not, oh, we're gonna hold on to Amir Abdullah for three years, and you know, what are you holding on to Amir Abdullah for for four years? Like what what were you thinking? I just don't get it. You know what I mean? You know what the major case of this was, Sash, and I know you can agree. Jeff Beck is and Dominic and Raiola. Okay, those guys put on an NFL uniform for ten plus years. What does that tell you about the Lions franchise? That that tells you all you need to know right there. And the latest, and the latest installment of that was Ziggy Ansah. Well, this guy cannot play football. I don't give a damn, and he can't stay on the field. Do you know he's he, get he, his ass out of here? <laughs> he's considered one of the top fifteen free agents. Free okay, agents, that's fine. So, yeah, he's considered, know. you know, I mean. right, right. <laughs>
1: that, that, that just tells me that there's probably might be slim pickings out there, bro. Slim pickings. If he's <laughs> if he's if he's one of the top fifteen, man, seriously, bro. But aren't you happy that he's actually gone? He's he's off the books, and he's not, you know, sitting his ass down every single week just collecting a fat paycheck.
0: What if he signs with the Bears, dude, and that you just inject him on the best defense in football? What if he goes to the and Browns goes, and, like, takes uh, over their defense? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, I mean, what's cool is people know me that know that I've always been a Browns guy because I felt like I like an outdoor team. And, they, you know, Lions and Browns have a unique history back in the day. Right. And I always liked that they were outdoor, gritty, rough. Kind of resembling what the Lions should have been, outdoor team. Um, so I'm just la- I'm loving it, man. I-, I love it, dude. I you know when they got Odell Beckham, I almost fell out of my chair, dude. I I don't understand what they're doing in New York. You know, you you were like, let's talk about the Browns. But what are they doing in New York? Like that is true. It's it like, makes
1: no sense to do that. Like it doesn't. They're-, they're signing Eli to this sweetheart deal because they love him so much. It's almost <laughs> like. Like the Lions mentality, you know yeah. what I'm saying? They're, they're like, oh, you know, at, at, at least I could, I, I could step back and say, well, at least Eli gave them two Super Bowls, you know what I'm saying? So if, if this was like reverse and they were giving a Stafford a Sweetheart deal after doing nothing for us, it'd be a little more egregious, you know what I'm saying? But the fact is he gave him two Super Bowls, I, I kind of like, all right, fine, you want to give him a Sweetheart deal, cool, but what, what's, what's your future? You know what I'm saying? What do you do for the future? Because Eli's going to be throwing ducks like his brother the next year. You know,
0: it's not going to happen for him. Well, I I have a unique take on the uh, draft with New York, actually. They're going after Kyler Murray with this trade. That just tells you what they're doing, okay? Now, I don't understand why you'd sign Odell just to trade him. I just don't get that mentality. But if you think about it, everyone was calling him, he's the dumbest fucking idiot ever – uh, you know, do a football team? Not really, though, man. Think about this: you save a ton of money by trading the Geico, and all. But I mean, you trade Odell, right, right? right? You get rid of his cancerous ass. He's a piece of shit. Odell. Like people <laughs> I heard the other day, Odell's a once-in-a-lifetime generational wide receiver. How many times have you been in the playoffs? I don't want to hear about Calvin Johnson and Odell Beckham give me a guy who doesn't you know who the flashiest motherfucker that was the best receiver was michael irvin oh my god these other guys cocaine man, cowboy i'm just saying all these other get guys get out of
1: here what out of here man oh my god don't even get start out of here dude. bro don't he won a national
0: it. title and an nfl title that's man, how good ain't he nobody was, better bro. than jerry yeah and then look how many titles he won and nobody <laughs> he better fucking, than Jerry rice he was baby. the man dude but that's what I'm saying. Was he flashy? I mean, he was like a little bit later on. But I mean, like later
1: on when he got the when he got the dreads when he went to Oakland.
0: Yeah. But before that, he was he was uh, he was kind of a who's the best receiver in our division? Five, four, three, two. Adam Thielen. He was an undrafted guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like think wide receivers not shit. Okay, so I don't know. Uh, like for those, there's, to there's go, a ton of good wide receiving talent though. But then I want, I want to get your take on this. I didn't get to talk to you. They signed Jaboy to replace him.
1: Danny Amendola.
0: No, no, I'm talking about oh, the Giants. Tate. Why? I, Why? <laughs> I don't get it, bro. Like
1: that just that just tells you that the Giants. It's more than just talent. You know what I'm saying? The Giants people obviously Odell Be- Beckham's cancerous, right? Mm-hmm. That's what they're saying. It's there, you know, it, it was personal stuff. That's now the personality issues, that's not the third. Golden Tate comes in, Mr. Golden Tate squeaky clean. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He smiles, you see the little gleam
0: come off, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but he sleeps with guys teammates' wives and a um, hey, dude, dude he's a hey, horrible
1: teammate, dude. Right, right. But you know, that's that's in that's you know Amongst the team. People on the outside aren't seeing that. You know what I'm saying? Until like after he leaves Seattle. Oh, that all these allegations come out. You know what I'm saying? But but on the surface, he looks like a squeaky clean guy. You know what I'm saying? He left left Seattle, leaves notes to the fans and on Twitter, leaves leaves a Detroit, leaves like a a consummate Oh, uh, bro, Detroit has been great. Your fans have been awesome, blah, blah, blah. He does the, he probably didn't even write it. His publicist probably wrote it. You know what I'm saying? Type oh, deal. yeah, he didn't write that. So he looks squeaky clean on the outside. You know what I'm saying? Is that what they're going for? If that's what they're going for, you know, he, he, look, he, look at the Lions. You know, mold yourself if they're the Lions. You know what I'm saying? Or you could do what the Browns did. Pick a cream hunt for a million dollars. Eight, eight, uh, he misses what? Eight games he got suspended for? Misses eight games, then you have them on a playoff run. And you have fresh legs on a playoff run coming behind. Uh, couple of that with Nick Chubb,
0: Duke Johnson. Uh, one thing that people Scary. fail fail to realize is who owns this team. The Browns? No, no, the Lions. Oh, the Fords. No, but one lady in particular, Martha, and her daughter is supposed to get it after her. You can't have a female owner grabbing a wife beater and being like a woman beater and just being like, Hey, look at this. You know what that's that's it's a little <laughs> bit more than everyone else though. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just a little bit. Like you can't be like, Well I support that. Like and all and then she goes to where uh uh pink feather meeting with all the ladies with pink feather in their hats and they're like you sign that woman beater like you know what I mean while well, they're having their eggs benedict and <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs>
1: my eggs florentine <laughs> with feta cheese and spinach <laughs>
0: Dude, I don't. I think Marsha. Well, Marsha, 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 Marsha is actually. That's Martha's how we are. Sister, that's <laughs> how
1: we are. Like Martha, Martha, Martha. What are you doing?
0: A football hits her nose.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. It, maybe it knock some sense in her ass, bro. Seriously. But how old uh, is she? Like 120 dude, something I, I, like bro, that.
0: She invented the tire, dude. Did she, she? Was the first she fire Firestone? Stone, yeah. She melted uh, the rubber to make the first tire, dude. I, I mean. TJ Lang retired this week, uh, you know, now he might do Mike Valeni's show and whatever else, but TJ Lang, you know, uh, he was a decent player, but let's, let's get, let's get serious on what he played for the Lions, okay? Like, Jordan's Wizards would laugh at, at what TJ Lang was on the, on the Lions, you know. Always hurt, barely played, sucked when he was in there. Like, let's not – they came out this week on Twitter and a couple other things. TJ Lang, thank you for your service, young man. And, like, must, like what? He played, like, three games. Like, you're <laughs> fucking serious, dude. That's like, horrible. All right. So, hold on. You, you said, you said um,
1: Wizards Jordan, right? Yeah. So, I saw that they're now retiring the Jordan crying face – and replacing it with the R. Kelly crying face. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, so now can I replace the my Wizards Jordan meaning with
0: Lakers Lebron? Yes. Is it the same? Yes. Lebron's done. Lebron's. It's. It's like when you smoke a blunt and it's starting to hit your fingertips. Ah, ah, ah. You gotta put it out, man. He's done, man. It's over. Lebron's completely done, and but, it's. It's not even close to. It's sad. I think Wizards Jordan. Could have made a case for the Hall of Fame yeah. compared to LA <laughs> LeBron. Like LA LeBron, I don't even think he's a top twenty five player in today's game. Wow. I don't think and then when, when we talk about legacy, I would rather have Carl Malone. I would rather have Dennis Rodman. I would rather have it's starting to fade now. And and the problem is is what people have been saying for years, and I the power game was always there. And the passing, and I'm a big passing guy, okay? So I'm like man you guys are stupid look how he passes look at the setup game but now as you come into like now he gets the ball everyone doesn't know what to do because they're so scared of what he's and and so he just it's like it's like when Blake first came here he got the ball no one did anything and it was no offense now Blake's kind of moving with pick and roll and some you know you got to learn how to play with LeBron right and LeBron gets the ball and it's just it's stagnant in his hands and and that's nowhere to play basketball so if you're going to be like that you better have a shot. Guess what? LeBron's probably the bo- brokest player in the NBA right now. Like he's so broke, like he can't hit a free throw. He's shooting threes, and he can't hit a free throw. Like I'm sorry, man. You know, it's like, killing you, huh? It's not killing me. I'm just everything's upsetting me with LeBron. He has that show, uh, the shop, where he's sitting there with other guys who make a quarter of a billion dollars, and they're talking about struggle. Man, when we grew up, it's like. What? what what you have a fucking uh 70 uh 750 million in the bank you're talking about struggle you're talking about your uh people are struggling you are talk as you're sitting next to five other black millionaires like
1: and they're drinking wine
0: they're drinking they're like drinking wine wearing like gold shoes and like fucking like like dude please bro they're wearing,
1: they're wearing gucci
0: and then, okay. then the final straw. And I'm sorry, I've been going on a rant here, but the final straw was last night, dude. I, I, the night before, and for a couple of weeks now, I've been looking it up. I've been wanting to go to the arena. I told you that, and right, right. I've been actually, I'm getting us tickets. Uh, hopefully, I'm gonna make sure you can go, and it's gonna be on a Sunday, hopefully, or something. And, Let me know because I want I'll buy tickets. I buy them for my son too. Yeah, well, yeah. So we'll go like that, and uh, I go like this now. So, I, so I'm looking up tickets, and I'm seeing front row, right? Because you know, if you're gonna go to a game, let's let's go close but, against the Lakers. Yeah. But they were a thousand dollars or right, more, right, or right. more. Um, so you imagine paying a thousand dollars and then the fucking bum doesn't play. Not only does he not play, he comes and he fucking walks around and shit. Like, bro, don't even fucking go to the arena if you're not gonna play. You know, that's even a bigger slap in the. He's literally. Did you see him? He was grabbing the ball and shooting and shit in the pregame. Like he was like, I should have played. It's like, why didn't bro, you, man? Uh, you know, you know, you
1: made that. You made that good analogy about smoking the blunt, right? When you're like done, ah, ah, you know, people. But some people hold on to that shit until their fingers look like Cheetos. You know what I'm saying? They just don't care. And I made that. Uh, we said that. I think it was last season. You season before, where I was like, you know, Mr. Fine Wine. Mm-hmm. I, I I figured out why I call him Mr. Fine Wine because he's sipping it on the end of the bench, dude. Yeah. Seriously, that's what he did. He was sipping wine at the end of the bench. That's, that, 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 that's what a lot of people are saying he was doing, but who knows, right? But would Michael act like this? No, man. Michael will never act like this. Now, this brings me back to everyone talking about, why is Zion coming back? Why is Zion coming back? You know, he gets hurt, Stock this. That's a kid's decision. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Good for him. He says, I want to play with my team. I want to play basketball. I love this. I love Zion's mentality. Yeah. It's refreshing. And I hope it stays like this. I hope he doesn't come into the league and turn into this LeBron mindset, dude. Because him coming no. back and going, what, thir- 16 for 16 or 13 for 13?
0: 13, yeah. f- like four steals a
1: block, you know, all these assists, rebounds. Dude. Had, he dominated. I mean, dominated. Straight dominated. up dominated. Dominated. I read, uh, sidebar, I read that Nike reps actually flew to China to make sure that his shoes were strong enough. You know, like this is this is to me, when people say that Zion's overrated, don't know shit.
0: No. <laughs> Zion is not overrated. If you watched that game the other day and you call Zion overrated, you don't know fuck about basketball. Right, dude. The guy was blocking shot, dunking, slopping he has it all. Right. He has, finishing with the left, he can do it all. This kid's gonna if be he a gets, monster. If he gets
1: a fluid jump shot, yeah. You he, know what I'm saying? He's hitting threes.
0: Yeah, he, he it,
1: it just it looks awkward. It's not going to last.
0: He's big. That's why. It's I'm, I'm look- not. Hey, I'm not saying that when you're when you're his 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 height
1: and weight two eighty. What is he 6'9", 280?
0: The best thing for him to do <sighs> would lose twenty five pounds of 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 mass. Yes, and, and then just do what LeBron did when he came from the Heat back to the Cavs when he lost all that weight because that's what's going to see. You can do that for a while, but your knee like take it from me, your knees and hips and all that shit. When I was a hockey player, when I was uh, little, I could fly. When I gained a lot of weight, man, your knee, you start feeling it. And I think that Nike or whoever gets enough. if he signs with Nike, that's what all Nike athletes do. They're going to put you on a treadmill. That's why he really should sign with Nike because the, what they've done for LeBron, like they took LeBron and they make his body for him. Right, He does whatever they say and look what he's done. Zion has the ability to be the greatest player to ever play. Yeah, I I, I agree with that. He does. And, but but he can also be a very high, uh, like a little bit more above Blake Griffin-like player. I think he could be like a guy like that. Blake Griffin's having a, 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 a top five in the MVP voting season. People yeah, don't I, realize that. He I has, agree. I agree. Who He's would you a, rather have right now, LeBron James or Blake Griffin? Oh, Blake Griffin. That's what I'm telling Hands you. Hands the fuck down, dude. Would you dude. ever think you would say that? Never. That's what I'm saying.
1: Never. And it's sad, dude. It's sad because when, when you're when you're somebody that's in a... That's in the conversation with Michael as being the goat, and now this is tarnishing your rep when you're you have Kyle, Kyle Kuzma throwing you into uh, uh, defenders because you're not defending. Yeah,
0: Kyle when, Kuzma should shut the fuck up though. He's no, horrible. he shouldn't, dude. He's LeBron horrible. should shut the fuck up and know, leave. LeBron should up, shut the dude. fuck up and retire. Uh, but here's the thing. done. Here's the thing. You just said it. You said it right. You were saying it. What? He comes out this year and says. I've done it all. I don't need to do anything. If I'm a diehard LeBron, they call him day one guys, which I was. I was, before anyone knew LeBron, I was I was scouting. Just like before anyone knew Zion, ask any of my buddies. I was talking about Zion three years ago. Yeah. I've fucking been, and I like these guys from the get, so you can watch their whole career. I watched LeBron. I was a day one guy. He was kind of cool. He put on a show. He's smooth. Now, over the years, it's like he's missing a cog. If you If you're saying, I don't have to do nothing... Why am I a fan of you? If I want to win, I I pick my best player, quote-unquote. I'm just saying, you know, your favorite player is supposed to be a winner. That's what Michael Jordan's uh, associated with winning, right? And basketball players, Isaiah Thomas, they had winning, winning on their mind. So he comes out early in the season and says, I've done it all. If I don't win again, I don't care. Why am I a fan of yours then? Like, that was the first, like, cog missing you know what I mean like I was like okay there, well there's no cogs missing just don't say that does he does he, if you feel that way don't say it because now you lost a ton of fans you
1: does he right? have a regular season MVP yeah does he have a finals MVP yeah does he have finals wins yeah he so so does he have an all-star MVP yeah probably got rookie of the year right yeah he did for sure so then what what else what else does the guy need to do Well. I, i'm I'm not def now, 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 now there's a difference between what I'm saying and defending I'm not defending it I'm not defending it I'm just trying to get, get to his psyche, his mindset, right? Fine. You feel like you've done it all. You have. Then retire. Bow out gracefully. You're and, ruining and, your legacy now. Right. It's not only that, that, Not only that. you're ruining your legacy. You're tarnishing the Lakers. You're fucking with this young core of players, man. You know what I'm saying? They're not going to they're not going to look at LeBron the same. I don't care what anybody says. Even if they start winning or they get Kawhi or AD over there, whatever, whatnot, because I've, I've been reading rumors that he's talking to Kawhi now, right? Because,
0: you know. It didn't look like it when they played the other night. They were elbowing each other and, like, well, talking shit. And, hey, man. No, it didn't look good.
1: Hey, man. man, it might be keep your friends close and your enemies closer type deal with LeBron right now. Because LeBron, if he wants to get over the hump in L.A., he's going to need a Kawhi player. He's going to need an AD to come over and help him. Because he's not going to do it himself because, like you said, he's a a fraction of what
0: he was in Cleveland and in Miami. So, Even his first year, I don't remember him losing three games in a row. It's it, You talked about – I learned it back in the day with Isaiah. He came in and he said basketball is about not losing two games in a row, right? Like if you're going to win the title, you can't lose more than two games in a row or two games in a row. This year – at the beginning of the season, LeBron barely lost two games in a row. He was still LeBron James at the beginning of the season. They were in the fourth seed. Everything was fine. He gets hurt, comes back, and now we're seeing this. So I just, I but when you come out and you say that, it sounds like you quit. I don't have anything left yeah. to play for. Well, why am I going to watch you then? Like, I mean, why are you here? Why are you
1: wasting everybody's time, money? You know what I'm saying? Why are you here? Oh, because it's L.A. And he already bought a house here two friggin' years ago. Oh, when this kid's going to one of the best schools because he wants to hang out with Kylie Jenner and, uh, you know, the, uh, all those guys. Because they all went to the same high school that he's going to, right? So, I don't even know if they, are they even graduated yet? Who I don't even fucking know. But But – All signs pointed to him retiring and wanting to be in L.A. because that's where the money's at, right? Mm -hmm. He wants to be a mogul. He wants to bring back Friday the 13th, you know, Jason with his whole production company. Steph Curry's doing it. He has a production company as well. So they're moving on to other stuff, dude. He's just setting himself up. He's probably going He's he. He probably got property in Napa Valley, and he's gonna start making his own winery. You know, I. I bet you. I bet you. Mark my words. I bet you. He probably gets into a winery, like a vineyard. I bet you oh, start He to get, will. Oh, he, for sure. For Definitely. sure. Yeah. Well, that's you know, 100%, you, you, yeah. You, you go up north. It's Napa. One, you go. You go down. You go down south in California. It's Temecula. There's wine country, mega in California. If he's a fine wine drinker, right? I guarantee this guy is going to get property and make his own vineyard. You know what I'm saying? It's a no-brainer.
0: As we know it, and if he were to talk, because Michael Jordan hates him, so they don't talk, but if he were to talk to anybody, and, like, he hates Charles Barkley because Charles said some shit, they don't like each other, he needs to go talk to David Robinson. He needs to go talk to Tim Duncan. He needs to go talk to some greats that went like this and go, if I had the chance to play one more game, man, one more season, one more title run. Uh, you know you're sitting at the bar with four or five greats and they're talking about their title runs you're still in the game you old piece of shit right and you're still able to make that run and you're acting like a fucking baby now next year you got guys that they're looking at you right now right Kawhi's looking at him right do you want to play with that where if you lose he's going to be blaming you it's not LeBron James it's got to be you no, no, he's he's doing more. He's tarnishing everything, dude. He's not like if Kyrie looked at that. Kyrie's like, I go to New York with Katie. Why would I go to L.A. with LeBron? You know, like, like all the free agents absolutely. are looking at that, dude. So absolutely, that's enough wasted air on for, on my part. If you got anything on it, I, LeBron's lost. He's losses everything. I just don't want. We were kind of talking to. Him, I forgot to mention it. It's like he walks in a room. He goes, "I'm LeBron James. I don't even have to dribble or play." And then the guy pokes it and steals and goes the other way, and he goes, "Well, I'm LeBron James." It doesn't matter. That guy poked the ball and dunked on you. Beat LeBron James, being that player that gave the so mystique was the guy that was dunking on the other guy. Right, you're done. He's done. He's simply it's done. He Does can it, barely dunk nowadays. Dude. Right. It, it should
1: piss you off that that's that happening to you. Or how about the roll, rolling the ball down the court?
0: It just shows the lack that, of focus. That's that a wino. Me, that's a wino mentality. Bro. <laughs> He's got a wino probably melted his brain, bro. You know what LeBron needs to do? Honestly, I swear to you, one of the next few games, he needs to drop like fifty-eight, dude, and then a triple double, dude, and just say, "I'm still here, motherfucker." What? He you know what I like, mean? He
1: has like less than a month left for the playoffs.
0: I'm just saying he should do it once, just to be like, "I'm still a force, bitch." Like, is, is that right? Can, now, will, will that bring you back? I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm you, never gonna be completely you want gone. So, you want something to bring you back fully. I'm not gonna be completely gone. I'm just. I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm not gonna argue with people anymore if they want to. And he's never gonna be called the greatest player of all time unless he reels off like three in a row these last couple years, dude. And then it's like, well, maybe. 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 Let's
1: see. Let, let's see if he could turn this adversity into something good. But the whole reason, yeah, we'll get off of LeBron James, and you know, because be, I can talk about this dude all day the reason why i brought him up is because i wanted to bring that correlation between him and zion oh, yeah. with how zion's like zion can sit right now still go number 1 get his money but the kid has mad passion for the game he doesn't want to let down his coach he doesn't want to let down his school he doesn't want to let down his teammates dude i love this so refreshing having a kid like that and then you sit there and talk to him he's just like a regular kid dude he's he's like he's like someone we grew up with right you know what I'm saying? You sit there and talk to him. He, he, they talk about stupid shit. They talk about, you know, other football schools. They'll talk about comic books and stuff like that. He's, he's just a good kid, dude. And for him to come back and say, hey,
0: I want to play with my team. Well, he did get in trouble for hollering at a girl. Big. Who doesn't holler at girls, bro? Well, I'm just saying. Like, you seen that? I don't know what he man, said. I said don't he said care. something stupid. And I I'm don't. Like, oh, I boy. don't.
1: I don't care. I don't care. As, long uh, as you uh, do yeah. it the
0: appropriate way, right? Not do the Brett Favre,
1: dude. right? Or, or or do the uh, Jameis Winston <laughs> while you're throwing crab legs in the air. But yeah, dude, I think I think it's refreshing that he came back. And when everyone's telling him like, dude, you should just sit, and you know you're gonna get your money, and he's just like, dude, I want to play, man. I want to win a national championship, go into the NBA, dominate there. You know, I get kudos to that kid for doing that, man, for not sitting and not listening to what everyone else had to say and
0: telling everyone to chase the money and not chase the dream. So, who has the best odds? Because I, let's just put it this way, okay? If Dallas Mavericks and New York have like the same record, uh, they're going to put New York number one. You know they're gonna be. like, It's not fixed. It's how the ball rumbles. <laughs> no, they're gonna put New York number one. They're not gonna. They're not gonna send that kid anywhere where it's not gonna make them googles of money. If he plays for Dallas, it's a, It's like that, that. That ruined him. If he goes to New York, the face of the franchise recirculates the Knicks. Ha ha, <laughs> dude! I'm telling you. Or if he goes to LA, dude. Oh boy, dude. no man. Come on, look baby. at you. You, you, want on, go, baby. you want him to go. You want him to go You want. You want so bad. For the
1: resurrection of LeBron James. I do, dude. He right, right now, he's LeBron Poutine, right? He rolled away
0: the tomb, dude. Yeah, <laughs> dude. <laughs> he rolled away Batum. Oh, no, man. Um, but, yeah, dude, I, I'm a huge Zion guy. Um, I've always uh, liked him. I People were so stupid. I think that when he came out after an injury and he didn't play timid, he played even harder. Uh, I just couldn't believe the game he had. And it wasn't against no flip-flop team. It was against the top five team, Syracuse, right? Yeah. So, I mean, like, he just came out and he balled, dude. And, hey, this kid's the best player on the planet. And I think he might be the best ba- uh, basketball player right now going. I think you put him in the pros. I think he'd be the best player in the pros. I really do. Zion, yes. and you think so? Yes.
1: Best player, like, easy to be number one oh. off rip. Oh. No. Yes. No way. Yes.
0: He has a lot, a lot of learning to do, my who, man. Who said that? I did. What, what, what's he got? I'm just, no, a lot of people said that. What does he got to learn? How not to block the ball in the fourth row? Listen, man. Okay, can I, before you get into that. Okay. He, you cannot teach athleticism. There's no one on this planet that has that kind of, a 285 can get your head over the basket. Now proceed.
1: Told you there's a difference between ballers and athletes. He is an athlete. He's not a baller. You understand me? He can probably play a linebacker tight end in the NFL. You, if that kid learn how to skate, he could be one hell of a dominant enforcer in in in, uh, in hockey.
0: He can probably hit him out the park with Aaron Judge. Who's the last player we said that about? What do you mean? All these things you're saying. Who was the last guy we LeBron. said? Lebron. Exactly. Right. And how, I'm not, how do you turn out?
1: <laughs> hey man, <laughs> okay. he, he, just saying. Dude. Okay. Hey, right, hey, right. Hey, hey, everything before that, Lebron's Lebron's gonna be when his career's over, top five. Right, We can say that. The, the, whatever he's doing right now, we're not happy with it, yes, right? But it doesn't you know, trump everything he's done previously, mm-hmm. right? I think Zion's an athlete. I don't think he's a baller. I think there's a lot more to learn in the NBA as IQ-wise. I think he can learn from a lot of people, right? Mm-hmm. It's different. When I remember when I first watched, started seeing highlights of Zion was in high school, right? He was dunking on kids that were, like, six-foot white kids, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm thinking, like, oh, wow, it's just another, it's another fucking big uh, black kid is d- dunking on these small white kids or these small black kids, you know what I'm saying? But no, him, him coming to Duke and playing the way he's been playing, to me, he proved me wrong and shifted me kind of saying maybe it's not going to be, you know, he's not going to be a, a you know, candle in the wind. And just be an awesome highlight high school player. No, dude, he's the real deal, no doubt. But it's different when you're dunking on six foot white kids in high school. It's different when you're dunking on Division one, Division, uh, you know, three star, four star recruits in college. And there's a difference between dunking on fucking grown ass men in the NBA. There's the difference. There's going to be a learning curve for him. That's my opinion. Do, do, do I do I think? Do I think he won't be able to tackle it? No, I think, I think he's going to blow up that learning curve, and it's going to come to him quickly, right? But it still has to come to him. And I just think that he has a lot to learn when he gets in the NBA. I don't think off
0: rip he's going to be that guy. You know what I'm saying? Who was one of the smartest players in the last 20 years? Kobe Bryant. Exactly. Kobe Bryant said he would have went to Duke. I'll tell you one thing right now. LeBron would have never went to Duke. He's not smart enough to be to go to Duke. He's a smart, intelligence-wise basketball player. He knows the game. Okay. Do you think Shaq was smart? Shaq? Yeah. Do you, have you ever seen Blue Chips? Do you think
1: <laughs> he is a genius in Blue Chips, bro? Well, he's a genius. He in can blue tell chips, you. Bro. He can tell you about
0: Mexico, uh, followed by Guatemala. No, where's my fifty dollars? Yeah. Well, I'm just saying. Like I've I've heard Anthony Hardenway talk. I've heard Horace Grant talk. I've heard uh, Ben Wallace talk. We went to the defense, and then we went to the defense. Oh,
1: they they went to the uh, Jayton Witten school of
0: broadcast. So what I'm saying is, something NBA is not exactly uh, top scholar, uh, mental people. They're athletes, okay. And I think that look at Trey Young. You know, I talked to him before the draft. He was he sounded like he, he I'm gonna go to the NBA. Like he was just something. And even Luca Doncic. We're not just singling out any racist yes, Luca uh, Doncic sounds like an idiot. I'm
1: here in America. It's a great time. We shoot basketball. See basketball,
0: doops. orange or sapphire? I don't know. I'm like, what's <laughs> going on with this kid? But like, so I think Zion's already ahead of the curve mentally. And I, I think when you talk about what you were just talking about, you're not wrong. I'm just saying... You're talking about a baller, right? Well, let's let's just say R.J. Barrett's a baller. What did he do when uh, when uh, Zion was out? And the answer is absolutely fucking nothing. Well, wait, and when wait. Zion came back, if R.J. Barrett was to sit and the other kid, Reddish, if those two sat, they'd still win because Zion's the guy, not those two. They just those two. I heard before the season, Reddish or someone was supposed to go number one. No. <laughs> Come on, man! It's Zion all day, dude. And now people realize that it's not even close. They're saying Zion that. Close. They're seeing that kid from Murray State's gonna go second. I heard he's like five nine, dude. The kid from Murray State? I don't yeah. think so. I think you're
1: thinking the wrong dude. No, oh. I'll look this up. You, you just you, you keep their ears I do, attention. Do, do, I do do do, 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 do.
0: I think that no, Zion, dude. Listen, people. Had, I got a buddy, Zion. You're overhyping him again what are you overhyping what a guy that can jump three feet off the ground and and dunk when you're 285 like vince Wolfork remember you know who the biggest guy i've ever seen dunk was though sean rogers dude remember him from the, <laughs> the uh lions he could actually dunk a basketball that big slob You remember that really yeah dude he could dunk a basketball it was kind of kind of interesting i mean he could just barely dunk though but i mean it was still kind of interesting but uh yeah, man, we're we got a big show today. We got I got to get into some golf too after this NBA topic. We got probably have to go to break here. Nah. Yeah. So
1: like NBA draft, man, they got you know Zion always going going number one to New York, right? But they Hopefully. have that uh, Jay Morant kid from uh, Murray State. He's six three. He's a 6'3", 175 five pound point guard.
0: That's what it is. He's scrawny. That's what scrawny. It
1: is. But it doesn't matter. You can always, he, dude. You see these guys get an NBA and they they get their nba bodies, you know what i'm saying? It's going to happen. It's going to happen for this kid. I think he's a good player, but um yeah, Zion's the man when it comes to that, dude. When it comes to that team Zion's the man. Um I think I like to me I like Cam Reddish a little better than RJ Barrett. I yes. think I think
0: Cam has a a a really smooth stroke to his shot. Cam was broke for about six games early on in the season. It was really scary. But you know, it's cool to see that these guys I knew how it was going to hey they had it in, like, second and third gear all season. Now the games are starting to mean something, and it looks like they're on, like, seventh gear, dude. You know what I mean? They're, like, winning games they need to win. I think it'd be interesting to see North Carolina and Duke meeting again in the tournament, though. You know what I mean? North Carolina's had their number. Zion Squeaks went out by one. I think that'd be another interesting game in the finals. North Carolina's nothing to sneeze at. Everyone's looking at Duke. Everyone's, I think North Carolina might be a team that they could beat anybody. Hey man, this is the great time of year where you get to see these sleepers come out. You know, we
1: got we got <laughs> Michigan, Michigan State part three. That's at three o'clock, and then at six o'clock it's Selection Sunday, man. So, I mean, it's a big day. It's a big day for college basketball itself, man. So I'm uh, I'm excited for today.
0: Michigan needs a Zion for me to pay attention. Like I know not Zion. No one's ever going to get Zion. Uh, if they would have got Lamelo Ball. Uh, They would have got a top player. I'd be interested. And they are in the running for some top guys. For me right now, the kid that transferred to Kentucky. Charles uh, Matthews? Yeah, he's not really a a star for me. He actually reminds me of those days when Michigan's program stunk and they were all the same height. When I look at him, I have like a crack, crazy flashback and I get like, ah, it's happening again. Like, everyone's the same height. Everyone's like, God, please don't have this happen. He's good. Don't get me wrong. He can score. He's like a lover, you know, and the same guy's He's not a star for me that's going to captivate my attention.
1: You know, speaking of back in the day, you know who I wish I had a player like? Who? Tractor Trailer. Okay, they need yeah, a guy. I'll... They need a guy like that in there because Teskey's, even though, being seven, of soul, dude. Being yeah, breast soul, dude. But being seven foot one, he's kind of a soft dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they have no in game. So if you stop Michigan's three pointers, like I said, Michigan comes with their three and D, and they're on. And they're on. Good luck, right? Good luck stopping them. But if there's threes off, they're gonna play good defense, but they're not gonna rack up any points because they 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 like to play this Mel- Carmelo Anthony ISO game. You know what I'm saying they'll give it to Brzezicki, and he'll try to bully his way in there. You know what I'm saying or who was that same kid thing a few with Matthews, ago? Martin,
0: or for, Mason. For he was like a light skinned black gentleman. He was like on in Michigan for like three or four years. I think he was with Trey Burke. He was the center, and he'd be catching all the rebounds, dude. And I'm like, that's who we need, dude. Wasn't it? Wasn't it Horford's little brother? No, no. This was a damn it, man. I think his name was Mason or Martin. Or, well, so he played for five years, dude. Yeah. I'm sure you know him. I just I can't think of his name. I don't,
1: right, right. I probably had to see his face. Dude, see, memory. the thing is for me
0: is, like, I can't watch Michigan basketball anymore. I mean, when they're in the final or they're in the whatever, you know, I, I can watch them. College basketball is really boring to me, unless it's Zion or someone talented. um you got hey that do do hey, that you know, and it's just like a guy dribbling at the at the top of the circle for 15 seconds. And like, come on, get to the action, man! You see, like, and then. But I'm saying in the tournament, it all changes because right, it's actually right, right. worth something. But I'm not watching a regular season college basketball game. I, like, I just, watch
1: regular season college basketball game because I want to see when they get maturation maturation. Yeah. I want I want to see like how the kids you know grow how they take on a tournament i like like i watch michigan and michigan state games like if they're on i'm watching i'm watching those games mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying cuz i want to know what's going on with state i want to know what's going on with michigan i watch duke and i'll watch you know the blue schools and i watch watch you know top 25 squad you know if they're playing i'll definitely sit there watching cuz i want to know how to pick my brackets when it comes March. I want to know what teams I'm going to pick for my sleepers when it comes March. You know what I'm saying? I want to know what guys that are going to draft, you know, come draft day. You know, I love, I love basketball. That's how I do for football. You know what I'm saying? So, so, so yeah, how you are with that. And then how you do your, how you look at recruits coming into uh, Michigan. I guess that's kind of my looking at recruits that are going to the NBA.
0: No, and I don't, here's my thing too, is I've seen the Fab Five play. I'll never be emotionally invested. Think about this, okay? You're a Detroit fan growing up, okay? Okay. We're going to extend this for a second because i, I got to bring this in. You're a Detroit fan growing up. And what year was a? Uh, Fab 5 or on the 93 91 92,
1: 92. 93
0: right. So 89 88 let's go back to 88 first the year they lost you got the bad boys created 89 bad boys right you got Mike uh, you got uh, Steve Eiserman now you got the Fab 5 and it, Barry Sanders all in that little gap so you're literally invested yeah, in know. all these athletes in time and nowadays when I go are you invested in uh, Anthony see you. Dylan Larkin, are you invested in uh, Theo Reddick? And you got to think too. Are you invested in Prozekis? And and no, you're not. None of these. It'll never touch that era. And I don't know if it was just because I was a little man, but it wasn't because those guys were generational. Once in a lifetime athletes, Barry Sanders and Steve Eisman You're never gonna have that, bro. Never. I've
1: I, I've had this discussion plenty of times. Yeah, I think too before Isaiah
0: Thomas too sorry.
1: before the bad boys. Yeah. You had the Tigers. The Tigers were awesome in the in, in, in the in the mid '80s. I mean, they won what '84. They won the, their. Um, the World Series, mm-hmm. and they were good in the eighties, and then the Bad boys came, so we had good era of baseball that came in uh the time we were kids mm-hmm. at the, you know at the at the end of the eighties you had the bad boys mm-hmm. in the beginning of the nineties you had the bad boys, you know, then you had Barry come in, then you had Iserman. it's like we i believe, and you're like you're right, you had the fat five all in that early nineties like from like eighty eight to like mid nineties we had such like awesome sports figures that like are legends to us dude like I don't like like my kid like I he doesn't have that he can't turn on TV and like well,
0: see his like can't see a Zeke you he can't I mean? see
1: a Zeke he can't see a Rodman <laughs> he can't see a horn he can't see a Joe D he can't see a Lambeer yeah he can't see an Iserman well, a Blake, federal Blake's
0: exciting though Blake is exciting.
1: hey man but it's not on the level that we saw growing up you know what I'm saying until I see Blake grip, grip, grip rabbit like Blake Griffin li- lipping down the court like Zeke did to na- to championship. That's when I'll be like, wow, I remember that, dude. But we even got spoiled with the going to work Pistons.
0: We got spoiled, dude. We got spoiled with good teams. We had another good run in the two thousands, early two thousands, because we had baseball team was going the World Series. We had the hockey team winning every a uh, couple years. They still won a little bit in the later. And then we had the uh, the baseball and the hockey and the basketball. So. And, you know, the Lions have just been the me Lions. Me and the Lions. But Barry Sanders was the greatest, most exciting football player that actually was great. There's been a lot of exciting players. I didn't get to watch Walter Payton, I'll be honest. I, I, I watched some grainy highlights, and it's, like, usually the same two, three runs. I would have liked to watch an actual game where you, I don't know what's going to happen. I want to watch the game and right. see. oh, that's sweetness. I'm sure he was exciting. But Barry Sanders was more exciting. I don't care a fuck. He was okay. It's just like you know what I mean. Like I've never seen Walter Payton, so I don't want to. We got spoiled, but, bro. Yeah,
1: we got spoiled because there, there hasn't been a great lion in my opinion since Barry. There hasn't been a great Pistons in my opinion. I mean, you can you can make the argument for the going to work Pistons, but the bad boys Pistons. You know that that was the greatest era in Detroit basketball. when Barry is here, that was the greatest era. You know, in Lions football, when we had the Russian Five and. You know, and, and Iserman, you know, that was the greatest era in Detroit hockey. And it all happened in the in the early, all through the 90s, early 2000s, tail end of the 80s, man. We got fucking spoiled. So that's why when we look at the garbage that's getting put out in our city, the You're product is getting, yeah. we, we're upset about it because we're not used to seeing that. We're not used to seeing mediocre players play for us, dude. You know what I'm saying? We're, we, we, at one time, we were championship city, dude. You know what I'm saying? I remember I remember going to uh, I remember going downtown for the Pistons parade for the uh for the um Red Wings parade. T- Tigers man, I mean they had a great run. Think Mickey will never see a triple crown winner. A lot a lot of teams can never say that they're going to their their guy is a triple crown winner. That's hard mm-hmm. to fucking do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just and and you can rant all you want, dude, because I I'm supporting you one hundred percent. I'm sick of the mediocrity in Detroit sports, dude. It needs to fucking change because our children, these kids out here, need to see Detroit sports and be infatuated with it. That's why you see kids walking around with Chicago Bears hats. That's why you see hey. kids walking around with Ohio State hats. That's well, why you I'll see kids. There, that's why you see kids walking around in LeBron James jerseys. This is why. Because when you bring mediocrity to your fucking city, excuse yeah. my language out there, but our kids aren't going to stand for that. These kids out there aren't going to stand for mediocrity, man. Yeah. When everything is instantaneous to these kids nowadays, they want it like that. I want an app, boom. I want to buy this, go on Amazon, click, f- point of a finger. You know what I'm saying? Kids are instantaneous, they want it now. And mm-hmm. Detroit's stuck, we're stuck. 10, 15 years ago, walk around LCA. If we go, we'll do a walk around LCA, dude. It, 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 it's no difference than walking around the Wayne County friggin' prison over there in Gratiot. There's no friggin' difference. Wow. There's no difference. It's just, it's just concrete. And parking lots. You're the one that told me that it sucks. It sucks, dude. That wow, that is the ugliest man. friggin' arena I've ever seen.
0: Uh, Everyone's Ford like, "Well, look
1: so at it. the top of it. The top of it's nice, yeah." Because you know I'm coming in from Dearborn Heights in my fucking private helicopter.
0: Damn, dude. See what I do sometimes? I get Sasha riled up. One thing that you didn't mention, that I have what? to mention because one nine is my guy, and he. I mean, it's I Eby, hate. Why, I don't even play hockey anymore, and I can't barely watch it. I watch it once in a while. Um, but Steve Eisman was. Man, I didn't really get to watch Gordie Howe, like I said about Walter, but I know that he was more of a power player, but he did have finesse, but I do have to say, as far as people I've seen, Steve Eisman was better than everyone. He was better than Wayne Gretzky. I'd say him and Mario were actually about the same. Mario was pretty good, but Mario kept getting hurt and having cancer, and, and his career was short. Um, his, Mario Mew and Steve Eisman were two of the best players, maybe, to ever play any sport, let alone their own sport right so eisman also encapsulated leadership which isaiah did too yes two of the best leaders of all time and then later on you had pudge rodriguez we, so they were all leaders dude so we we've been spoiled like you said and um when we get back from break
1: yeah we're gonna talk a little bit more about the nfl free agency pickups yeah. and i might ask you a question about stevie White. i just it just popped in my head you know, this is what we do, talk and shoot. Stuff branches out of the great conversations that we have, Christopher. Right. So I'm going to ask you about that. But first, man, a little, little message from our peoples,
0: man. Griffin Neighborhood Auto Clinic, located in Farmington Hills on Haggerty, just south of Ten Mile. Family owned and operated
2: since
3: 2007. Mufflers, tires, brakes, transmissions, big or small, we do it all. Call 248 248- 888
2: or go to www.griffinsautoclinic.com.
3: That's 248-888-9406 for all your auto needs.
0: Also, visit their Facebook page, Griffin's Neighborhood Auto Clinic, for coupons each month. Griffin's Auto Clinic, your place for all your auto repairs.
3: Griffin's Neighborhood Auto Clinic is your one-stop auto repair shop. Bill Griffin and all of his mechanics are ASE-certified technicians that will provide you with everything from simple diagnostics to complete engine rebuilds, oil changes, batteries, tires, timing belts, suspension, transmissions, and so much more. We are qualified to service anything on your automobile. We will advise you of the best course of action – Go to our website at www.griffinsautoclinic.com or follow us on Facebook at Griffin Neighborhood Auto Clinic or call us at 248-888-9406. Check out the website for monthly specials and coupons. Also, ask about financing your repair to get you on the road faster. 248 248- 888 Stop by Griffin's today and become part of our automotive repair family. Dorothea Lange
2: once said, Photography takes an instant out of time, altering life by holding it still. The pleasure of being able to go back in time and feel those emotions and revisit those memories is priceless. Life in Print, Photography by Kim aims to bring style and creative flair to every session and capture life's real moments her services cover all of your portrait needs including seniors professionals families modeling dance and so much more being the photographer is not just about taking pictures but connecting with the clients to capture their true essence Kim would love to be the curator of your family's memories and photograph your life in print. To see samples of her work and pricing, visit her at www.lifeinprintphotographybykimb.weebly.com or by phone at 313-850-5218. Follow the link on the Cave Radio website.
3: Shop Amazon through
2: www.caveradiobroadcasting.com. Just scroll down the page and click the Amazon button. You save and support Cave Radio. Everyone wins.
0: Sunday, talking shoot baby, bringing them jazz tones, like John Stockton and Jeff Hornacek, (laughs) Um, we're back guys, we're going to bring you a little more of that NFL free agent that you're scratching your arms, can't wait to get to, Um, but first Sash, you have a little question?
1: Yeah, so everybody knows that, well, conspiracy theorists are thinking this house is going to go down because the timing is perfect. Ken Holland's contract's up. End of this year, so is your buddy Stevie Wise in Tampa Bay. Mm -hmm. Now the consensus is that everyone's saying he's coming here, he's going to be our next GM. Mm -hmm. How true is that, and if so, how big of an impact does it play on Detroit hockey?
0: I think Eisenman's a really good drafter. If you look at that team in uh, Tampa Bay, he's actually stepped down in his role there. He's an advisor now. But the team they have assembled, Tyler Johnson, was a third-round pick. There's a few guys that were picked in the later rounds that are just stars. And I think that, and he's had to ship a couple guys out because they just didn't want to play in Tampa Bay. They wanted to go back to Canada, and um, so he got unlucky with a couple picks. But he's actually formed a great team there, so we're going to be in good hands. But let me let me re- re-fra- uh, let me touch on this by another way by saying, shame on you, Detroit, uh, for just kind of like coming at Ken Holland just because a couple down years. Okay, like. I understand, like regardless, I think Detroit's going to be fine. We have a lot of young talent. We got, we might have a top pick in the draft this year. I think they're going to be fine. Um, but there's been a couple things: signing Franz and when he had a head injury, you know, signing uh, uh, Abukater. I hate Abukater. I think he scores like a goal a year. It's I don't know why you signed him to a long term deal. There's things that Darren Helm. There's been bad contracts. Don't get me wrong, Erickson for all the years, Cronwall. All the, these guys should have been gone years ago. However. Remember all the success we had? don't give me that, oh, he signed Brett Hull and Luke Robitaille. Yeah, he signed Brett Hull and Luke Robitaille. Eiserman helped, that's for sure, you know, because they were his buddies. Ken Holland was a good-ass gen- uh, general manager, and you guys are just like Joe Dumars. He didn't draft Wade, stupid ass. He won a title with a bunch of no names. Right. He went to the uh, Eastern Conference Finals five, six years in a row. Don't give me that. Okay. He was a great general manager, and so was Ken Holland. You guys are spoiled brats. But I do, I would like to see Eisman there because obviously we love Stevie here, and I do think he's coming. But uh, if he doesn't come, I think they're going to be fine either way. They have a good setup. They have a good uh, Anthony C.U. Larkin, dude. These guys are, uh, Mantha, these guys are young. And right. They're, and they're good. So we, some of these guys like Abel Decker and all the, I hate Abel Cater. I don't know why the hell. He's just not good. Like I never thought he was good. Even when he won the state when he won the title. Like he came into the first three, four years, he wasn't doing anything. I'm like, how long are you gonna wait for this guy? And they just keep waiting and he's just not any good. I don't I don't know. He's like a third third or fourth liner on a good team. Right. And that's he's a third or fourth liner right now on a shitty team. So what's that tell you? You know what I mean? Right, right. So I just think that yeah, they're gonna be fine either way. But yeah, we wanna see Stevie Y back. Fuck it. Oh man. yeah,
1: for sure. Like and I think I think, you know, I'm not the the go-to for hockey. That's you here, man. But I think for Ken Holland, what he's given Detroit, I don't think you could ever take that away from him. Thank him for doing that. It's awesome. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I think stuff, like things run their course. I think his time here has ran, ran its course. Yeah. And I think he shouldn't be like railroaded out of town. You know what I'm saying? He should be, you know, he should be given a you know proper, you know, thank you for everything, get you done type thing. You know what I'm saying? So, I, I kind of understand, you know, in that way, you know, stuff runs their course. I mean, we can say the same thing about the Giants, you know what I'm saying? Eli's done a lot for that franchise. He got him two Super Bowls. But there comes a time where you need something refreshing, something change. You need to change it up, you know what I'm saying? And if you bring back probably one of the greatest players that ever put on the winged wheel, <clears throat> that's going to bring a lot of influx into LCA, as to bring a lot of people over because they're going to give him two, maybe three years. You know what I'm saying? They're definitely going to give him one year. They're definitely going to give him two years, you know what I'm saying? And if he doesn't turn it around, they're probably going to be asking, "What the heck on three and four. But at least you're going to get one, two, three, good years out of that Ilches where people are going to come to the LCA because they want to see what a former great is putting together. You know So I think it's ran its course with Holland. I don't think it's a bad thing. I just think it just happens. It's just stuff that happens and you know you know, he needs to bow down and mm-hmm. I would love to see Stevie Y back just on the fact that it'll breathe some new life into the team just by having you know, somebody like that that's done so much for the city that everyone right. that's it, We it, love him. It, that we guy him. that guy is seared into my memory, he's seared into my heart. He's in a lot you know, had a lot of great moments in Detroit sports, you know what I'm saying? You can you can you can concur, correct? Yeah. So
0: it it would breathe life into this uh, organization. I think it would be a great move. They had a Russian 5 uh, little thing going on. Uh, I watched a little bit of it. It was really, really awesome to watch. Fedorov was a guy that no one talks about. Guy was an amazing player. Don't I mean, like, good Lord. He still played in the Olympics like a couple of years ago. I mean, he's that generational talent. He was always a great player. But one guy that really no one talks about as much is Vladimir Konstantinov. Oh man. And I think if he didn't go down with that horrific injury, Absolutely. I think that they could have won a few more cups. He was he was probably the best defenseman in the league at the time. And I think that defensively. And I think that um he could also score on the offensive side. He could set up the play. He could do so much. Watching I watched a little bit of him the other day and I forgot, like, man, if you had him instead of that car accident I think they could have won a couple more. So uh, shout-out to Vladdy Konstantinov, man. You you were a great player. I would love to have Vladdy Konstantinov jersey. Dude. Oh, my That'd God. Be dope, dude. That guy used to wreck people, he man. Was, dude, he was, he was so solid, though. But, but when you watch hockey, there's these guys now. They, slot, they go as fast as they came to the net. And it's like, okay, yeah, he's blazing fast. and he can do. It. But it's about setting the play up. It's like basketball. When a guy cuts to the rim and a guy throws it down low, Let's call it backdoor cutting in hockey. Whoa, whoa. And if the guy goes backdoor and you skate and everyone goes to you and you find the guy backdoor and he slams it in, it's an easy goal. Not a lot of people know that. Connor McDavid, Sidney Crosby, Eiserman, Lemieux, those guys do it religiously. But not a lot of people do it. And it's Vladdy had had it all. He couldn't set up to play. He could do it all. But anyway. Um, man,
1: most definitely, dude. Vlade was the man. I, lo- I love watching him just knock people out, man. That was... That was my um. That was my dude. I loved him the best, and then that happened to him, man, you know, that like I think it, that rippled through our community big time. And um, I was reading stories, and I hope they're not true that they're having problems paying his medical. Oh, nowadays, shit. so like you fucking kidding me? No, no, I'm
0: not. They need so, to put a GoFundMe. I think I think fucking, I think like, they have
1: a GoFundMe going. But the thing is, it's like, why would you need a GoFundMe when you've given that your 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 body. To this team you know the L- well, they should
0: have sued the uh the, the, the company the
1: company and everything yeah, yeah. so so I, I hope everything's all right with him man because that guy needs like around the clock care you know and it's just sad when you see a goliath like that somebody that's that you look up to as a kid man and then that happens to him era, and and they're like wheelchair ridden like that's tough, man. I remember that a few years ago when do you see when he he walked he they they stood up out of, out of his wheelchair,
0: yeah,
1: man, that's just like moments like that, dude, like stick with you man you're you're a Detroit sports fan, and like that's what you're saying, you know what I'm saying when we say we we got spoiled, we got spoiled like people like Konstantinov. you know what I'm saying, great players, not only great players, great people, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, we got spoiled by these great Detroit. You know, athletes, man, and and, and it it makes me sad that these kids don't have it nowadays like
0: that. Oh, they don't. They have nothing close to that. (laughs) Okay. Hey, NFL free agency. We talked about the Lions. Uh, Jesse James, I think uh, it's going to be a decent pickup. I don't don't like that pickup. I don't think it's a world beater pickup. I think it's a decent pickup. Okay? But here's my thing. Okay. Around the league, which one turned your head?
1: The one that, uh, around the league? Yeah. Like besides
0: lions, yeah. Odell, Odell, but the yeah, Odell kind of a Beckham trade, trade. yeah, You're talking oh, about free agency yeah, pickups, like a free agency pickup. That was a, That was a head turner, though. I'll tell you that there hasn't been really too much uh, free agency pickups. Man, Do you, you honest with you, Ryan Tannehill might sign with the Titans. I know that's just like that's not like a major head snap, but it is kind of weird that he's getting another chance. Did you hear about Blake Bortles signing with the Rams? Is he? That's what this is. Some
1: rumors are saying that Blake Bortles gonna sign up at the Rams. Obviously, he's gonna be a backup to uh, Goff.
0: I heard he might go to the Patriots, and I thought that might make a lot more sense because it does he beat them a lot. He played them really well. At least I don't know if he beat them, but he played them well. I, and I think you know he's only twenty six, dude. I'm twenty six. You, you know what's crazy about Blake Bortles? He lo- he passed
1: like when I watch him on the combine, I'm like, whoever gets this guy. Has got a themselves a golden boy. He's young. He's big. He he has the NFL body. You know what I'm saying? Now, I watched him in the combine. Like I was like, whoa, th- this guy's going to be sneaky good. And then the Jags flounder. Maybe he needs a change of scenery. Maybe he needs a a good coach like uh, Belichick. All all their quarterbacks been good. Grapolo, Bissett. When he played, he played freaking awesome. When uh when uh yeah, Deflate Gate when uh, what's his face, Tom Brady was down. You know what I'm saying? So I think that might be a nice change for him, dude. What's crazy to me is off subject. Is did you watch Kyler Murray's pro day? No. Wow, he looked good. Did he look good? He looked great, dude. He is great. That's he what was, I was telling you He's the ball. Amazing. The ball looked like it was on a fucking string, dude. He <laughs> probably was, dude. The like, pro days
0: are sneaky, dude. like
1: you know how like like you see guys that throw. Now I'm gonna get technical with you. You know, and you, you see these quarterbacks that throw, and they throw a good ball, but at the very end, the ball kind of fizzles out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It kind of drops a little bit. The dudes, running uh, uh, wide receiver has to kind of slow down a little bit. Yeah, his weren't fizzling out at the end, bro. You know what I'm saying? He it was like it was like a follow through punch. His balls were following through. I mean, like guys were running to the ball. They weren't. They weren't. They weren't. Stopping. They weren't slowing down. They were running to the ball. He was leading them great. And not only that, I'm thinking, okay, he's throwing skinny posts to wide open wide receivers, right? Then they switched to like, you know, like five yard slants, outs, you know what I'm saying? Three yard plays, you know, where it's just like a really quick boom, 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 boom pass, boom, boom, pass, boom, boom pass. You know, the small ones. Deacon dunks here and there. Yeah. His deacon dunks were on point. You know what I'm saying? His yeah. footwork's on point. What scares me, though, is that. He they they, they they say he's 5'10 and, and an eighth. A lot of people are saying, well, no, he's 5'9 and 7 eighths. Like, big fucking deal, okay? You're talking about a half inch right there. My concern is him seeing over the line. Mm-hmm. But Oklahoma has some of the biggest linemen yeah. in the NCAA last year, right? Yeah. Now people are saying, well, because he was doing it on the run. Because he's this and that and saying, I don't think so, dude. I think he's going to be that guy, like a Doug Flutie, where it's not going to bug him. No, I think it's, he's he's going to own it. He's going to own being five ten or five nine and seven whatever the hell they want to say. And I think he's going to own that, dude. I think Kyler Murray is going to be sneaky good in the NFL. Cause, and and me, I was thinking, you know, eh, eh, I want to see more. But his pro day, dude, his pro day was it was sexy. It was nice, dude. I tried
0: telling you. And the one thing that. I I use and I I just I don't understand why people don't see this comparison is uh Baker Mayfield he's more uh, athletic than Baker Mayfield I don't know about intelligence uh you know that's here no he neither here nor there however he took over Baker Mayfield's team and they didn't lose a beat and they might even got better so if you're so uh, enamored with Baker Mayfield like I was and a lot of us are This kid was just as good, if not better. So if you want Baker Mayfield, he went number one. You look at Kyler, and you go, well, I don't know. Why not? And the one thing I'm glad you mentioned is when I look at quarterback play and I want to learn something, I always look at one player. And who is it? The greatest of all time. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. What does Tom Brady look like when his offensive line isn't playing well? He's like, shit. Exactly. And – all these quarterbacks, like Josh Rosen, we don't know what he is yet. Right. You go, Why? Why do you say that? He had the worst line in football. We don't know what he's going to be. We don't, The great ones, however, like Blake Bortles, well, we were just talking about him. He looked like shit last year. He had no offensive line. The great ones can play without an offensive line.
1: So you think Arizona's going to pick up Kyler? You think
0: Arizona goes after Kyler Murray? No. I think that they are saying that they are because obviously that makes whoever wants them really bad to trade up if the Arizona goes we're not taking we already got our quarterback it makes no sense right so now that just saying yes we want to take Kyler that makes the Giants the Raiders all these other teams uh that want the quarterback they're gonna go well we got to get to number one it's simple as that it's just coy good posture by Arizona it make it would make no sense at all unless they traded that pick they traded uh
1: Rosen, yeah,
0: traded Rosen. For I was just about to say pick, pick. But that, but that's so say they trade, say, say they trade,
1: so say they know they got number one in the bag, obviously, yeah. right? Yeah. So, they, so they got Kyler, mm-hmm. bam, he's in the, he's he's in their scope. That's who they're getting. Yeah. Now you trade Rosen, and you maybe get a late first rounder somewhere, or you get another second rounder somewhere. You don't know.
0: You it's no clue. Well, he's so, a top something pick. So
1: yeah, but it, but it, but if there's rumors of him going to Arizona and Rosen seeming seemingly not being the guy in the rumor mill I could see them doing that dude I really can honestly see them doing that and then back to the Lions too I've been reading a, a article about um uh Central Michigan's uh cornerback bunting they're saying he might go uh Lions might get him in the in the later rounds so will that bypass them going after Greedy Williams knowing that they can get a Six one cornerback later on in a draft. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So will they go an Ed Oliver or a you know a
0: Montez? Well let's play it out. Do you have the do you have the order in front of you? Can we find that out here? Let's find it out. The real quick.
1: order of um
0: the draft real quick. We're gonna do some draft things, man. This is where it's at. You know what I mean? Uh NFL draft order. We're gonna find out who has what. I I'm I should know, but I God haven't been. I know the Lions got eight. That's where I'm always like, hey, okay. Um, and I know that uh, you know a couple other teams, but I want to know for sure. So here we go. Let's check it out. Um,
1: so by the way, just uh, it's April 25th. So we're about a good month away from this.
0: Okay. So here we go. Let's put it like this: Cardinals number one pick, number two 49ers. Well, we can honestly say a quarterback won't be landing there. Correct. Correct. Number three, Jets won't be landing there. They got Darnold. We know that they're not going to get a quarterback, okay? Raiders, they got Derek Carr. Not very happy with him. I don't know. I don't know. There's been a few mock drafts where it has
1: Kyler Murray going to the Raiders, man.
0: That's what I'm saying is, like, I wouldn't pull it past Chucky to, to pull the trigger on that, but they'd have to move Derek Carr, and who wants him? Number five, the Buccaneers. Now, that's a very interesting uh team okay yeah because they got Bruce Arians there they got Bruce Arians Jameis is like ran his course true they need a running back they can't really who says they don't draft a quarterback and then just cut James Winston you know what I mean like I mean what you think you think Dwayne Dwayne Haskins might be a good fit there then if 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 well what I'm what I'm looking at right now is okay if the Cardinals don't need a quarterback which they don't but they might pull you know posture right but if the team calls their bluff then they don't draft a quarterback because they obviously don't need one. They got Rosen right,
1: and Kyler drops all the way down to uh, to the Bucks
0: to the Bucks or Raiders. Because say the Raiders get Coy, let's just say that they just don't Raiders don't need the quarterback, and Kyler's not six foot five, so he's not a slam down number one, right? So we're saying number five and number six is six and seven actually right before the Lions. That's what's interesting because like there could be five six player five players off the board that we want Lions, okay? Right. And we can honestly say that Nick is one of them, so that leaves four.
1: Yeah, Nick is going to either go one or two. That's
0: a, that's a definite. Nick Bosa, and then who else is usually in the top two, three?
1: Do you want me to do your uh, the mock draft for the NFL?
0: Well, here's my thing. This is what I want to try to figure out, okay? Because if you think about this, right? Quinnell Williams. Uh, what is his name? Quinnell, what is his name? Quinnell from uh, Alabama.
1: I think that's his name. Quinnell
0: Williams, yeah. So he's supposed to go top five. If Bosa and Quinnell go top five, and there's two quarterbacks, that's already four picks. So now we're just leveraging that three guys that uh, we think you know might go ahead of the Lions. And if the Giants don't pick a quarterback, which you gotta you gotta think they're gonna pick a quarterback. If somehow they don't pick a quarterback, does that tell you that the Giants? What if they? What team's gonna make the Gary mistake, dude? You know what I mean? Like, one of these, I would, if one of these teams make the Gary mistake... And you think, you think you Rashawn is a total mistake? Gary. You think Rashawn is a total, total, total in mistake? In the top 10 of the NFL draft? Yes. Top 10 of the NFL draft. I think he's a good second-round pick. You know what I mean? Dude, we were talking at one time, Chase Winovich was going to be a top 15 pick in the NFL draft. Then he played the rest of the season. Where do you think he's at now? Yeah, that's true. He didn't have a sack past week two at Central Michigan, dude. I mean, like... So, I mean, it's it's tough, man. See, this one, this was Give me re- something. C- Give me C- something.
1: CBS, CBS, uh, CBS NFL. This was yesterday. Okay. Right? This says, 2019 NFL mock draft. Giants trade pick acquired in Odell Beckham trade for Josh Rosen. Titans go QB. So, now Cardinals get Kyler Murray. This is this mock draft. Then uh, Nick Bosa goes to the 49ers. The Jets get uh, Josh Allen, that edge rusher from Kentucky. Um, Raiders get uh, Quinnon Williams, that defensive tackle from Alabama you are just talking about. Bucks get Devin White, the linebacker from LSU, who's also one of the six names I keep on seeing getting regurgitated for the Lions mock drafts. Um, Giants are going to go after Jawan Taylor, the offensive tackle from Florida. The Jags get Rashawn Gary.
0: That'd be a fucking waste. <laughs> Eight Lions, saying, Greedy Williams. Okay. So I, I wouldn't like that. I just think they What What would you rather have, a guy just terrorizing the quarterback or a guy, you know, what if, what if Greedy's not the guy? A corner can get picked apart pretty easy with no pressure. That's why I wasn't really happy with the, the Flowers uh, signing because when you have where we're at, like on this mock draft, it goes... Kyler Murray, one. Nick Bosa, two. Quinnell Williams, H- Haskins, uh, Christian Wilkins. Who I, so, Quinnell Williams goes top. to
1: the Jets. Haskins goes to the Raiders. Is that is that how that draft is going? Yeah,
0: this one goes Raiders get uh, Haskins. So, basically, what we're saying, though, is no matter what, two of the top seven picks before us are going to be quarterback. Here's where it gets interesting, okay? Now... This is the players that the Lions want to uh, pay attention to and see what's going on. Number five, Josh Allen to the Bucks. Josh Allen makes it to the Lions and they don't select him. I'll never watch the Lions again. If Montez Sweat's still on the board and the Lions pick and they don't pick him, I will never watch the Lions again. If what about Devin White, if they're both there, all three of those Devin White, Montez Sweat, and and uh, Allen, Allen, Josh Allen, if one of those three guys gets selected. I'm back on board. If we somehow pick up Rashawn Gary, the TV will not be turned on for the Lions until game one. I'm not watching no preseason, no garbage. They won't be turned on until week one. And if they come out like the fucking Jets game of week one last season, I'm done, period. So you're
1: thinking for sure we got eighth pick, right? Yep.
0: So for sure you know that Bosa, Bosa, Kyler, and
1: Haskins are going to be off.
0: Okay, so that leaves... Four more picks to worry about. Yes.
1: So there's four more picks to worry about. So if A- Allen, Montez, Sweat
0: go. Now, here's the thing, too. Where where do they have DK Metcalf on that one?
1: Dude, they have DK Metcalf going. Dude, they have, look, all right, I'll finish this up. So they have Greedy Williams going to not, uh, eighth to the Lions. Ed Oliver going to the Bills. Dwayne Haskins going 10th to the Broncos. Hmm. <laughs> um andre Dillard going to the Bengals. Uh TJ Hawkinson, an Ohio tight Iowa tight ends going to the Pack. Garrett Bradbury is a center for North Carolina State. He's going to uh the Dolphins. Jordan Williams going to Falcons. Noah Fant going to Redskins tight end. DK Metcalf, wide receiver, Ole Miss going to the Panthers at sixteen.
0: Yeah, well, I found out a lot of interesting things on D.K. Metcalf this week. Do you know he only caught 24 passes total in his college career? Why is that? Because they had a great player on the other side. They had uh, Treadwell on the other side. And they oh, had a Laquan. All right, and look how is, good he was.
1: question is, is D.K. Metcalf,
0: um, how, what's his yak? Yak? He didn't have that good a yak because he caught the ball in the end zone already so oh so he got like 24 catches (laughs) 24 touchdowns (laughs) like i i think he's the biggest bust in the draft i think that he could honestly be a great player but he didn't do anything in college i wouldn't touch him now that i know that he only caught 24 balls you know i watched a highlight film on him and there was like three three plays and i'm like so i ended up looking it up and i go 24 catches that's it well how many years has he played he played a few. That's what I mean. They think he was a senior. So, I, dude, I don't know. But let's just put it this way. What guys would you want to see selected before so the Lions don't make the mistake? Let's go like this, right? Hawkinson. Let's get that tight end out of there so they don't even have a chance to think about it, right? Man, this one has Montez Sweat going 24th to the Raiders. He might have had a drug test or something. I would. Look, look. Here's the thing. We want two guys Devin White or Allen or Josh Allen. One of those two guys is still there. You have to take Okay, them. so they're That's not they're not
1: they're that. not there.
0: They're not there. Who's Okay, so let's say
1: hypothetically they're not there.
0: Okay. Hypothetically they're not there. Right. When it comes and then to we us. trade the fuck out of the pick, the best thing to do would be trade down, man. Yeah. If you get a second round pick and you get another cuz all these guys are still there. There's still so many guys here, you know what I mean? So so dream dream scenario,
1: dream scenario is they trade Stafford for a, a first
0: pick, a second pick. Oh fuck, we dude. move up. No, that's a <laughs> that's a, a wet dream. Scenario. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but the dream scenario is this: is Kyler Murray gets picked at seven, and there's no other quarterback yet taken and then we have the eighth pick, and someone wants Haskins, and they trade up to get Haskins, and we go down from t- at 10 to 8, and we get a second or third in that boy, dude. Hey, man. That would be nice, boy. F- Woo!
1: From, the, from the moves that he's making in free agency, I wouldn't be surprised if they'd make a move like this. You know what I'm saying? Because we haven't seen moves like this. Maybe he's just like, maybe he finally went to Martha like, listen,
0: done, done. Stanford's out of here in the next few years. I'm setting it up. No, he didn't do that cuz I'm gonna tell you right now what what Martha said is, is I'll let you run the team. You can have this cushy ass millionaire job, but there's one or two things that I want every year and and those things I want are done. They get done, or you're, you're. I'll go get someone that can agree with me. And the one thing is, Stafford's the face of my franchise, and I love him. And he, I, I'm his fucking uh, uh, godmothers to his kids. And you're not taking Matt Stafford off this team. I guarantee you that's happening. He's he's played mediocre his whole career. Like he, no one's had the balls, and no one can have the balls because Miss Martha Ford castrates you, and you're not allowed so to what? fucking make a decision, dude. So what?
1: The Lions are a fucking laughing stock in the NFL, man. They've been for 60-plus years. If I'm, if I'm Quinn, I go in there and tell them I'm doing this and doing that, and she tells me Stafford's the face of the uh, team, and I'm going to say to her, not much longer. And she going to say, hit the road. I'd be like, no problem. Because I'm going go to I'm gonna go to the next NFL team that wants a management job, and they're going to say, hey, why would you leave the Lions? Because I told Martha Ford that I'm going to get rid of Stafford, and she told me now. She wants to do this friends and family plan. You know what I'm saying? And you know what? If I'm an owner, I'd be like, hmm, I respect that. I respect that a lot more than just tuck tailing and saying, yes, I'll just sit and get my cushy million dollars and, you know, do what Martha tells me to do. If he pushes back, I'll give him more respect. And I guarantee you other owners would give him more
0: respect. And they say, hey, you know what? Here's the reins, bro. Well, he probably figures that it's not Stafford's fault completely. But, I mean... Well, us that have seen the games kind of think it is, but here's the thing. Okay, let's put it this way: If you were to push back like you said, why wouldn't he have done it last year when you had Deshaun Watson in the draft, a once in a lifetime uh, Randall Cunningham version 2.0, mm-hmm. instead of doing it now when you got Haskins, who's uh, uh, he's got bust written all over him, dude. Haskins got bust written all over him, dude. I don't know what anyone Probably, anyone says.
1: honestly, probably because now he's comfortable enough. Now he feels like that's it. He's, Stafford's a bust, and I'm going to start proving it now. And I'm going to start proving to it to them. So maybe this will, This year was, you know, okay, I'll see what Maddie Paddy can do. You know what I'm saying? But now I think it's getting to the point where he, there's he's setting it up for Stafford's exit. He's setting that guy up to fail. You know what I'm saying? I guarantee you, that's what's going down. It has to go down because Stafford's not the guy
0: for so us. So a couple years ago, this is how bad the Lions' luck is. We, Stafford comes back and he leaves uh, seven fourth-quarter game-winning drives, led the league in that, and we make the playoffs, I believe, or one game out of it. Yeah, and then, the, and then uh, the Dallas, but, the, then the Dallas pass interference on Pettigrew. If you lose all those games, you would have been drafting in the slot to get Patrick Mahomes. That's what I try to tell people, and I, I, and I literally want to beat the living shit out of people hmm. when they go, Lions week 18, I just hope they beat the Packers. It don't matter where we draft. <laughs> that is the dumbest logic. Like, you should drive your car off a bridge if you have that logic. These games don't mean fucking anything. A regular season game doesn't mean anything of you're not going to go to the playoffs because of the game. Uh, once the playoffs are gone... You should be thinking tank, not win a game for, hey, that really boosts morale next season. You know what morale is? A fucking donkey cock, dude. Fuck morale, dude. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, get real. Dude. I just want to beat Aaron Rodgers. Now, that's a, well. That's the closest thing that I'll accept, okay, because I hate Aaron Rodgers. But but no, man, it's it's looking good. I think that, so what what team do you think is really, besides, well, you can even say it, the Browns, man. Let's go over the Browns real quick. Duke Johnson is their third running back now. Duke Johnson had a pretty good season last year. Right. Now you got Nick Chubb taking the fold and Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt. Well, he's coming back after eight games, but
1: if if they're if they're booming, right? If they come back and they're uh Kareem Hunt, they're 6 and 2, 5 and 3. Yeah. What are what are, you got fresh legs on a run to the playoffs?
0: It's this it makes all the sense in the and, world, man.
1: And, and what kills me is that last year We're sitting here talking about how uh, last year we were looking at, you know, the Chiefs are, oh, the Chiefs are looking good. This, that, the third. You know what I'm saying? Kareem Hunt's killing it. You know, Tyreek Hill's killing it. Now, Tyreek Hill might be getting suspended. You know, he's, he, he in 2014 got in trouble for choking his pregnant girlfriend. Pregnant girlfriend. And he got probation for that. Mm -hmm. I think it was earlier this year or something like that he had two more calls so they're investigating that so now what do the Chiefs do let him go and then the Browns pick up Tyreek Hill for a million dollars and just have him sit for eight games and then boom Bob's your uncle it's good now everything's all honky
0: dory I think I think Tyreek Hill might get a permanent banned, dude this is this is starting to be habitual now uh they kind of let the first one go if, I don't know why and now you're getting like another something after you already had whispers. we talk about it all the time on this show why millions of dollars should change you? I don't know for the better, I don't know for the whatever. I think these guys feel like they're untouchable. It really It really just shows because if I was making 250 grand a, a week, I think I'd be acting a little different. You know what I mean I watch I work for a school. I watch my Ps and Q's now. You know what I mean? Like, I'm professional now because I have to watch what I do. I'm held to a higher standard. I'm in front of, like, my bosses see me acting up in a school. You're fired. You're done. I treat that with the utmost respect, and I don't uh, uh, don't even make what they make in a signing bonus. So, I mean, like, I just don't understand how they can take this for granted. And you look back, and when they're fucking fresh out of money, they're going to look back and go, Fuck, I could have had about 60 more million if I didn't do stupid ass shit. Don't have these women in your life that are fucking combative. Right? Like, my girl likes to fuck around with me, dude, and, like, kind of hit me and shit. And, like, in my head, I'm like. Stop it. No, it's just like in my head, I'm like. I'm going to knock you out, bitch. Well, it's like in my Uh, head. No, no, seriously, in my head, I'm like. There's this other part of me that, like, gets dark, man. Like, don't bring that out. Like, please. Don't don't bring that out. Right, right, right. She'll bot me and she'll, like, literally do some shit that would hurt. She's a brute. And, like, in my head, I'm like one day i i don't want to do it but i'm just like in my head i'm like dude i i, I, I but i sit down and that's the difference is i'll talk about be like don't make me get dark like and she'll go what and i'm like you're doing like shit like that and i'm laughing and shit it's fun but i'm like you're gonna do that one day and it's i'm not gonna just be go. in the mood and yeah right. like but i'm gonna try even though i know that though is a I love my girl b okay it hurts i'm pissed off I'm going to go like this. I'm going to grip my teeth, walk away for a second. I have a cigarette. And then I'm going to come back and go, hey, don't fucking do that shit, you dumb fuck. You know what I mean? Right, right. But I'm, I might I might say some shit, but I'm not going to beat my girl because I'm going to have restraint because I love my girl and I don't want a case or anything else. But you got to have, like, some restraint in your life. Every time you go, there's a restraint. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, But you also got to think about this, too, man. These These guys are playing a violent, violent game, right?
1: And these guys, and we all know this. They've gotten away with so much mm-hmm. in their high school careers, in their college careers, because they're these cash cows for these schools. You know what I'm saying? And they're going to let them slide and let them do this. So eventually, you know, a kid does, you know, you know, sexually assaults a girl in high school, but he's like top star recruit. They don't want the scandal. They wipe it under the rug. Mm-hmm. Kid thinking, okay, hmm, get away with this. Goes to college, you hear shit all the time. Happens in Baylor, Happened in Duke with the lacrosse team. You smack these kids on the hand, you know. After they're doing all this sick shit, hitting chicks, mm-hmm. sexually assaulting chicks, you slap them on their hand. You know what I'm saying? Few money goes to the family. You know, college comes out, pay the family off. Doesn't big scandal. Kid still gets uh, in the NFL. You think his, you think his mindset's gonna stop? He just knows that you know I got away with it in high school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got away with it in college. I'm untouchable, bro. They can't touch me now. Very I got true. now I got millions. Very true. They can't touch me now. And he they had these like god complexes. Mm-hmm. And you know what? With Tyree Hill, I don't believe that motherfucker's remorseful about it.
0: He's not. Dude. With, with Tyree Hill should be banned from the league. With, with, I like him with the
1: uh, with uh, the Panthers guy that went to the Dallas. What was his name? Carruth. No no no. No. Oh, no. The guy who like he like gag raped his girlfriends and, and, and put her head oh, in the toilet. What's yeah. his name? And and like
0: slammed her on a yeah. uh, uh, bed with the he had guns on the bed and the shit. I can't think yeah. of his name. He went to MMA for a little bit and all shit that. Shithead. Yeah. Yeah. Ass fuck hole, right? When I watch when I
1: when I watch Kareem Hunt come give his his side of the story, you know what I'm saying? I, and I was telling my wife this too. I was like, you know when you saw the R. Kelly uh spaz out on his uh thing? He's sitting there crying, blaming everybody else, blaming the parents of the victims that they're going to end his career, and uh, I can't even have a relationship with my kids. Well, you did that to yourself, bro. You did that to yourself. You know what I'm saying? Whatever those girls did to you, that's what they did. You had to control yourself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Kareem Hunt came on the next day and said, I wasn't raised like that. I was raised to put my hands
0: on a girl. Well, it um, wasn't the next day. It was like six months later. Well,
1: you yeah you know what I'm saying. When it, when it all came out, <laughs> yeah. right? He came out. You know what? I, I I wasn't raised that way. I don't put my hands on women you know i felt like i left out my mom and all the women in my family okay yeah whatever we've heard that before but when the when interview asked him <laughs> well you know I, we heard we heard she said like uh racial slurs and she hates you it doesn't matter what she said it doesn't matter what she did i shouldn't have done that she had more control over myself i wasn't raised like that boom that right there he didn't deflect he could have played victim and said yeah she was she was dropping racial slurs on me, which most of the SJWs in America would have been like, "Well, she deserved it then for you know racial slurs, which I don't condone. she's a piece of shit for that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Do, do I think she gets smacked in the mouth if that's true? Mm. Yeah, I'm from a fucking different era. I think she gets fucking smacked around. Yep. but I'm not worth all this money. I'm not one of the yeah, best running backs yeah. in the league, you know what I'm she saying thinks, if some yeah. chicks if some chicks spitting on me, you know like I won't do it anyway. I'd probably walk away because I can restrain myself like that. Yeah, But for him to come out and say, it doesn't matter what she said. It doesn't matter what she did. She could have spit on me, slapped me. She could have called me all the N-word and all the derogatory slangs in the world, slurs in the world. I let my family down. I let myself down. I let the women in my family down. I let my organization down. I let my fans down. You know, that's maturity in my mind. When you come out like R. Kelly and start deflecting and pointing fingers at people and be like, "Uh, they're trying to ruin my career. No, bro, you ruined your own career. You're your own man. I'm tired of this shit. Yeah. can't even have a relationship with my kids. No, because you're too busy having little teenagers pissing in buckets
0: in the fucking corner, guy. Listen, I'm going to stop you right there, though. I'm going to stop you right there. Stop me. Being mature means getting in the elevator and pressing the button. And just going upstairs and going to bed. Oh, I agree, man. But
1: but you have but you have to mature from those stupid mistakes. We, we've made stupid mistakes in our lives, right? Have you matured from? Have you looked back and did something completely stupid and look back and be like, "Why f- did
0: I do that?" If he was remorseful, something was shady there. Either the NFL told him, "Hey, we'll, we'll take care of this, man. This looks terrible." If he was really remorseful, he would have brought it to everyone's attention. He waited till they brought it out. And even the NFL did, too. Oh, we didn't know there was a video. Well, actually, there was a video, because months beforehand, of you watched on TV, they said Kareem Hunt got in trouble, and they showed the cops interviewing Kareem Hunt, and then they, they nothing said anything about it. Right. And everyone's like, oh, God. And everyone kind of forgot about it. Now Wait. the other video comes up, and now, and now everyone's like, but I don't even think what he did was that. I know, like, it's crazy, but, like, I need there needs to be, like, some kind of thing where, yes, you're a man. I want to want to put this in, like... A tunnel here is when you go like this, and we're old oh We're men, never hit a woman, okay? But if a woman has a knife or a bat, and she's stabbing or hitting you. You go, I never hit the woman. Well, oh, that, that, oh, that, oh, that's like, different, man. She doesn't. She not level but the playing is it field, different though. Because if she starts swinging on you, dude, and she has something in her hand, like a battery or a, uh, a lighter, or like she's got a crow, you know, like she's got a uh, well, she's, brass she's, she's, le- she's leveling the playing field, okay? But that's what I'm saying is, I just think that. Okay, if you're standing there and someone sucker punches you, like a girl, she just sucker punches you because she's drunk and whatever, get the fuck out of the way, dude. Like, I'm sorry. Like, don't hit somebody. Don't commit assault and then be worried about what happens to you after. That's just like anybody, like if you were in the courtroom, right, and you had got into a fight, who threw the first punch? Well, he did, and I retaliated. Well, he's in trouble. She threw the first punch. Leave him alone. What she said, you said, "Hey, that didn't matter." That matters because if she didn't say anything, the event wouldn't occur. It doesn't matter what she said. Is I don't irrelevant. care about the n word or whatever. Well, she shouldn't have said anything. I agree
1: with what she what she said it was probably disgusting. She shouldn't have said it. But we go back to that: sticks and stones will break my bones, but names will never hurt me. Right? Big, big deal. This is this is 2019, bro. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You want to be racist? That's just going to backfire on you. Yeah. You're going to look stupid. He could have used that so much against her. You didn't have to go the physical violent way. You know what I'm saying? He could he could have smeared that chick. He could have smeared that girl all over the internet to the point where, you know, for the next five years, she's not getting any jobs anywhere. Mm-hmm. What she said doesn't matter. He need to be a bigger person because you know what? He has more to lose. A lot more to lose. When people say, oh, you got to watch out for those people. They have nothing to lose. Well, you got nothing to lose. You don't care about shit. Come after me. I got five children. Who's going to fight for it? I'm a, who's going to fight harder, me for my five children or you for nothing? Right. You know what I'm saying? He has something to fight for. He has something to lose. Like you said, he should have just walked away. Well, I'll give you this, right? Say that girl hit and spit, hate you in the face. You got to hit her back? You got to go after her?
0: Um, no. No. Okay. No, I'm not. Uh, but you just said. You tw- just said. Uh, now, 35, th- 36-year-old Chris, 35-year-old Chris doesn't, but 22-year-old Chris with a couple drinks in me, we don't know. All right, 22-year-old Chris gets sucker punched by Christy Cyborg. What do you do? Oh, I just lay there and go, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> No, honestly, I've been raised not to do that. And that's a touchy subject, and I, I never condone that. Uh, the thing to do was just walk away. Here's the thing, too. You're a millionaire. Go buy a fucking house while you're living in a fucking place with a bunch of people. You're I, a fucking I agree. Millionaire, just I go agree. buy a fucking house, dude. I Jesus agree. Christ. And you know, and, uh, and you know <laughs> who kills these guys? They bring their
1: entourage with them. And their entourage probably might be the cause of a lot of shit.
0: And if you're in his entourage, grab the bitch. You take the case. You know what I'm saying? Grab her. Swallow her up like a tackle, walk her over somewhere, let Kareem get on the elevator, then you get in trouble for your little thing, and Kareem pays it, and no one has nothing. That's, that's exactly Instead of all this other shit where you have to be a celebrity, that's what good entourages do, man. You know right. what I mean? Like And
1: bad entourages get your leg broken like that dude in Ballers you know oh, what i'm man, saying like dude. what was what's the what's the guy's name in ballers that gets his leg broken they're paintballing oh yeah because yeah. he shot he shot old boy because he got mad at him he shot him and he broke his leg yeah. like that's bad entourage like
0: those people out there like cut them out of your life bro we talk about it it's about who you have in your life you know and and that's why great athletes are under like don't have time for that shit like michael jordan was in the you know well ah, never mind yeah <laughs> Michael well, Jordan was uh, up at late night smoking and gambling and whoring and all the athletes do that and Kobe was doing bad things and whatever else so hey look but you got a target on your back as an athlete you could make millions of dollars you just got to realize but here's the thing too when you have so much money it's just a number somewhere you can't physically you know what I mean right when you're making so much money it's like yeah that numbers in a bank and it's getting it's astronomical. but what's it really you know what i mean right but when we're broke as fuck and we're like 622 in the bank account mm-hmm. oh god i got i got three different bills coming out is that come on 17th? i'm calling them
1: i'm calling up my insurance agency. <laughs> can you take out on this day that's when i get paid
0: yeah so these guys don't have that problem and and i don't know they just take it like you said god complex they a god really, complex but yeah, dude. I, I, but saying that though, the Browns are going to have a hell of a squad, man. Absolutely. Javaris going back with Odell. What if they do some hook and lateral play where Javaris catches it then then Odell comes the other way and he pitches it, dude, I will and then, melt. And then hit, I the, will the,
1: melt. That he hits, that he hits Baker Mayfield across the field 50 yards. <sighs> All right, man. It's uh th- that it's as awesome as it sounds, it's going to suck for the Lions when the Lions play them, but it's going to be it would be cool. We play them? yeah if we ever play them
0: okay i was gonna say if we play them i'm going let's go right if
1: we ever play them man it'd be uh be nice dude but hey forget it we got 10 minutes left let's talk about a little entertainment
0: okay yeah yeah we got barry coming back soon ah barry barry i love it dude i love that show i'm excited to see what they do want to see i I, you know with shows like this people get crazy i want to see how they build for the future seasons some people are like, Oh, I hope it's over. It's like, why? I want to see a show that I can go, Oh, I love Barry, it's on tonight, you know. Let's like keep going. Like Silicon Valley, people are like, let's just cancel it. It's like, I like it. Keep it on. Keep it going. Game of Thrones, cancel it. Cancel like, it. Oh no, no, man. Not no, cancel it. Go. Don't cancel it. Just let it run its course. There's so many ways they can go with that show. It's infinite. It's infinite. It's infinite. It's gonna get to the point where it's like Walking Dead. It's just like... Walking Dead's garbage, dog. Uh, no, it's garbage. It's, it's
1: starting to. It's starting to get garbage. I'll give you that. But <laughs> I, when it first started out, the first like five, six seasons, they were great. Can I tell you something? Now it's
0: just tapering
1: off. It's just like ended already. Ended on a good note.
0: I guess the first season or two of Walking Dead was good. I haven't seen that. I joined when when we talked about all those guys were in a circle, and the guy batted the Chinese guy up. and Right, right. So I've watched from that Is, point isn't, isn't that a bukkake? <laughs> Anyway, go on. I watched from that point on, and it's garbage. And I'll tell you why. First of all, the main guy, that with the uh, son's Carl and all that, the main guy. Oh, Rick. He's not, he's not, he is nowhere near, the worst character on Game of Thrones is more interesting than Rick. The worst character. Varus? Varus is more important. I'm just saying, the, anybody the is where, so just to me, I know you guys like it, I'm sorry, I just, I can't stand it, but... It's uh, but I love uh, Game of Thrones, man. I will tell you that I'm ready for that. It's coming up. But what you said everyone's seen Triple Frontier this week.
1: Yeah, it was, it's, it's funny that you 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 brought up Rick from a uh, uh uh Walking Dead. You know what I'm saying? Because when I see Andrew Lincoln, that's an actor that plays mm-hmm. Rick. Whenever I see Andrew Lincoln, I see Rick Grimes. You know what I'm saying? I watched Triple uh, Frontier this weekend, right? Just like uh, Poe. No, not Poe. Oh. Charlie Hunnan, the dude from uh, 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 Sons of Anarchy, played Jax. Mm -hmm. I watched Sons of Anarchy, great fan of Sons of Anarchy. I watched that Pacific Rim movie when he was in it. Sounds like Jax. I'm like, I'm watching Jax in a sci-fi movie. Then I watched Triple Frontier. Like, I'm watching Jax in a cartel robbing movie. It's like, I see like, when it comes to like, these actors that that, that play play a a beloved character for so long, it's like, you don't see him as anything else but that character. You know what I'm saying? And I I always try to give these actors that I like, like Charlie, I like him. I like him, Sons of Anarchy. I like Rick because of Walking Dead. I always try to give him the benefit of the doubt. But I just see the characters always in them. And like, that's why when John Bluthenthal, the guy that plays Punisher in the Netflix ones, he was in Walking Dead to begin with, and then he got killed off. I, In my opinion, I think it's the best thing that happened to him because he went on and did Fury with Brad Pitt. He went on and did Punisher. You know what I'm saying? When I look at him, I don't see Shane from Walking Dead. You know what I'm saying? I think these guys have fell so far into their character that I don't see nothing but Jax from uh, Sons of Anarchy and Rick from Walking Dead. But
0: that gave us so much... Uh, joy that I don't give a fuck that's their career they ruined you know like Mark Paul Gossler was Zach you know and I, you can't see like, hey that's Zach hey, Jack, right. it doesn't matter though I, it, Zach was amazing Right. But, Charlie Hunting was amazing but, it, do, but, it, but it, it does But it does matter when I see them in something else I'm like oh
1: Zach's in CSI now you know what I'm saying it's like
0: yeah but no. don't tell me that okay uh, Charlie Hunting's first movie you went and seen it because you liked him in Santa Anarchy yeah. So well, well the first so the 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 movie I've double... seen
1: him. Have you ever seen uh, Green Street
0: Hooligans? Mm, yeah, I think. It,
1: you know, it's yeah. a, so- a soccer movie with like the each soccer team has like a-, a band of like guys that they like meet up and fight. Yeah. Charlie Hunnam's in that one. That's the first time I've ever seen him. But he ha- but he's originally from England, so he has an English accent. Did he do
0: some kind of like Robin Hood or some shit? Wasn't he? He was like in a movie with like arrows and shit. Me and my girl went to go see it, and he was like half naked. My oh. Girl- I know them, what you're
1: like, I know what you're talking yeah.
0: about. And it wasn't any good. It's terrible. Yeah, it was a terrible, terrible movie. They tried to go just him on him taking his shirt off. They're like yeah. 20 minutes of him taking his exactly. shirt off. Exactly. Like, and oh it's like God. it's like
1: and then with and then when he talks in his like Americanized accent, it's just Jack Tyler, bro. That's all I see. It's all I see in him. And it just and it sucks because I feel like he's a good actor. You know no, what I'm saying?
0: Actually, that's what actually he is a decent actor, don't get me wrong. But you can tell his acting points like George Clooney when he does his turn his face. George Clooney does his one eye raise and turn his face. He has he has a go to move, right? Right. Well Charlie Hunnam has like that little head, yeah, head move. Yeah. Shit. He'll go like this and he'll stir in his face and like kind of shake his chin like mm, you think that it's like a- always yeah it's always the same shit. So that's well, what I seen. But I thought Poe from Star Wars. I just kept ooh, looking at him, Oscar like, po, po, Oscar Poe, Isaac you know? dude Oscar was his Isaac Poe is- in the movie too or something like that? It's no. crazy
1: dude. Oscar Isaac is the flipping man, bro. He's um, the man. He's a good ass actor. You play, you play uh, Metal Gear Solid, right? If I you used played to. that before. I did.
0: I, I used to get to this one part and I couldn't do it, and then pissed me off. Dude. Yeah, they keep is.
1: seeing you with the exclamation point above their head, but no. Um, rumors are that you know, I don't know if this. I haven't really looked into IMDb because that's how I probably find out. But he's gonna play uh, a solid snake in the Solid uh, Metal Gear Solid movies, dude. I think That'd he's just dude has range, dude. Dude has range. He played Apocalypse. Apocalypse in uh, the X Men movie, one of the last X Men movies. Dudes dudes everywhere, man. I really like Oscar Isaac, man, a lot.
0: So I like the swerve they did. And the swerve was they had a couple no name actors with the croup, the group of main actors, Charlie, uh, Ben Affleck, and. Yeah, no, Pedro Pasquale? No, Pedro, know, Pedro Pasquale, 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 but they he, had that one guy, the other guy. He that was that the, no one knew. The, the youngest
1: brother and four, four brothers. Oh, he's I the youngest know brother and four yeah. brothers. So, the one that dies, he's yeah. the punk rocker.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so I thought, obviously, he'd be the first to go. I'm just like. He's going to die. No. No name actor. Ben Affleck gets hit, and Whoa. it's like a swerve there. Wow, dude. big time. But, dude, you know, it just shows you, like, when there's money like that in front of you, they all got greedy. They didn't have to take yes. that much. You, you know, know
1: was, that's what I was saying to my wife, and he's like, we got a 15-minute window, not a nine-minute window. I gave us a little bit of a cushion. I'm like, they're getting greedy. They're getting too
0: fucking greedy, dude. Something's going to happen. And you didn't do the math, like, when you're talking about, you know, what? what should have happened was... They take the money, and, like, four of them stay there, and they lift the money somewhere so there's not a lot of weight on the helicopter. Drop the money, come grab the guys, and then, you know, or do go drop the money at the boat, come back, grab the guys, and then, I don't know. I don't know. But
1: the other thing is, is like, I love the fact that Ben Affleck was the one to die because out of all the guys, like, who's the one that had something to to go home to? Yeah. He had his daughter to go home. He has daughters to go home
0: to. Yeah, but his daughters were like talking shit about him. No, you know dude, I mean?
1: remember remember he, he walked out, his daughter walked out and he said to her, I love you, and she turned around and said, I miss you. Like, you you're not the same. You're not the same dad. You know, you have something to go back to. You're taking that for granted. You know what I'm saying? Like all those other four dudes, they signed all their money away at the end of it because they had nobody to take care of. The fact is that they're taking they're no, dude, they're taking care of <laughs> their daughter. Kidding and then and you see at the very end with Charlie Hunnam and handed Oscar Isaac
0: right that should be Triple Frontier 2. Ooh,
1: 'cause because you know he's yeah, going back to uh, the to, to where they dumped the money into uh, that ridge yeah. you know he's going back there you know what I'm saying so that was surprisingly a really good movie I I'm, not, gonna be good. I'm not I'm not like, a I'm not a big Ben Affleck acting
0: fan but Ben Affleck was really good in this movie dude I really liked the movie man. I, I like them guys I like those all three guys and they did a great job it was a really high uh, budgety movie it felt like. Yeah, and, and the thing is, is like, is like they're they're like going through the, they're going through their planet like
1: halfway through the movie. I'm like, I looked at my wife. I'm like, there's still like an hour and twenty minutes left in this movie. You know, shit's gonna hit the fan, right? Yeah. I'm like, it's gonna hit the fan if the, if like I feel like. If if you do a heist halfway through the movie, something's bad's gonna happen. If the if if if, the, if they build up the very end of the movie and the heist happens at the end of the movie, there's gonna be a twist, but there's gonna be a happy ending, dude. Yeah. And this was not a happy ending whatsoever.
0: So me and my dad like realistic, like uh, the opposite of skyscraper. Have you seen that yet? I, I don't want to talk about it. But <laughs> okay, but anyway,
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: what well, I'm saying this is like okay. So the guy comes in and it's uh, with uh, Poe. You right. Know, Oscar. Oscar Isaac. So he'll come in and he's put he just two shots and the guy's dead. You ever watch a movie where they actually do that? It's usually like this movie was like two shot bursts and everyone's dead. That that's fucking realistic. Right, right. It's not like like it's so I love the realistic part of the movie and that's what you see Ben Affleck's thoughts on the on the uh lens. But next week, we're gonna have a guest for you guys, man. We've been, we've been, I've been working, school, jerking pools. I don't know, man, but we've been, uh, <laughs> we've been doing it all, man. Uh, we're having a guest next week. I don't care if it's Thomas Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas. We're gonna have someone. Yeah, man, we're so. gonna grab
1: someone off the off the street and just be like, "Yep, this
0: is the new five star recruit that's going to Michigan." So, all right, guys, we'll be back next week. Join us. Let us know your thoughts on our Twitter page and our IG, talking underscore shoot, talking shoot on respective devices. Go also to Spotify. Spotify. We got iTunes. iTunes. We got Stitcher. Um, what else do Anchor. we have? Anchor app.
1: We're also on CRBRadio.com. We're on uh, De- DetroitSportsRadio.com. Check us out. We got apps. We got websites. So we're moving on up, man. We just got to get you guys some uh Some famous people to talk to.
0: Next Sunday, Talk and Shoot, we're out.